Like your kissy it? cup. It says Mrs. on it. Thanks, man. I am a Mrs. All right. I don't, yeah, I don't. <laughs> All right. Feels like that's we the have, end of it, right? Let's move we on. We have <laughs> so many coffee mugs that I just I gave up giving a shit what they look like. So we have like we have two whole shelves. And I just grab random shit. I had a kitty uh, kitty cat mug yesterday. Yeah, that's very adorable. I wish you had it now. Man, what's it like to have such concrete? Rock hard masculinity that you can drink out of a Mrs. Mug. Yeah, tell us. Um, yeah. Stifling sometimes, really. I mean, my cock gets in my way when I walk. It's really, it's, it's, a, it's a problem. All right, well. All right. You guys, uh, you both saw Trial of Chicago 7? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I am excited to talk about it. I rewatched it um, yesterday evening to freshen myself up, and I... Obviously, if I recommended it, you know that I like it, so I'm not spoiling anything. But don't spo- wait. Don't spoil anything. Haven't we all seen it? Wait, what? <laughs> well, I meant like spoiled yeah. my oh, reaction to it. Yeah, got you. whoever recommends the movie, obviously they're already outed right, as right, what they right, right, what right, right, they right, right. enjoyed. Unless, <laughs> right, 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 right. Unless I'm just gonna be a piece of shit this week and make you watch something <laughs> terrible. That's not nice. <laughs> I really hope that Scott does this thing where every time that we like review a movie, he does what he did to me last week and like makes me think the entire time that he hated it. Oh, true. And I was like, like preemptively holding that against you, by the way. Like I was ready <laughs> to duke that it was, out. It, it, was it just great. made it more meaningful when you said that you loved it. I was like, oh, OK. I mean, like, yeah, like it was obviously it was it was pretentious. And there's certain yeah. things about it that like he just does stuff that like it seems like he does it just to be like. Forky, like it's like Zoe Deschanel was on his shoulder whispering ideas in his oh, ear. God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think that when I... something's pretentious, but it has like a reason to be pretentious, it doesn't bother me. Like if it's pretentious and it fucking sucks, then of course that's annoying. But if there's like, I don't know, I can see Fugazi. why he does the things he does. I don't know. Go ahead, Chris. Say what's on your mind, bud. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I always just think of I, Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. I think of that, like that old iPhone commercial. Like Siri, how do I make artisanal organic tomato soup? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where you are right now, but I, I hope you get struck by lightning. You, quir- you fake quirky bitch. Because there's so many like real quirky, awkward, awkward girls out there who like would be nervous to even ask Siri a fucking question. Zoe Deschanel just plays that off because it's a brand. You're not yeah. really like. There's no way you're that fucking weird. Right. She's actually unbearable. Like, I can't stand her. She's just yeah. so fake. She's the worst. Yeah. Uh, there's this show called New Girl. It should not be a yeah. surprise because it's a pretty popular show. And uh, my wife loves it. And I got to admit, the writing is pretty good for the jokes for the most part. But I still can't. The, the show's really great. But she's, her. she's terrible. But like but yeah. all the dudes in that show are just wonderful. excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a real yeah. like Ted Mosby situation where like the worst yeah. character is the star of the fucking show. Yeah. hundred percent. But I agree, uh, like, the writing is really good for that show. It is. Yeah. Has, it, has yeah. anybody seen Woke yet? No. The actor who played Winston on New Girl has an, a show on Hulu. You can stream it in its entirety. It's fantastic. Hmm. Oh, it sick. Is, it's so good. Uh, I love Winston. Dude, yeah. yeah. He turns into such like the lovable weirdo. It's fantastic. show's really good. Uh, yeah. there, there's a couple shows that she's watched 
Uh, though she'll watch ad nauseum just on repeat. She just likes to watch through them. And I'm just like, all right, turn this off. And eventually I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm into this. We can just, yeah, can sometimes it on. Just it's not a big in. deal. Yeah. Has yeah. anybody, has anybody here had to watch Bridgerton yet at all? No, no I keep hearing about it though. It's, it's from what I hear. It's just like turn of the century cum shots on satin yeah. sheets. The entire time. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird sex. So yeah, it's, it's I mean, weird I'm old into musty it. Cums. Yeah, but <laughs> musty cums. <laughs> yeah. Just musty cums. <laughs> mm, sentences you can smell. I mean, like, let's, let's, let's let's be real. None, none of the none of the barrenesses, none of the betrothed barrenesses back in the days were washing their armpits and their pussies every other day. You know yeah. I mean, like they got baths like once a month, and it was a special occasion. Imagine how bad <laughs> sex smelled in like the 1400s. And they all wore like 12 layers in like July, yeah. and that like yeah. the, it was like high and tight up to the neck, wrists. Mm-hmm. Oh god! Let, let me let me just let me just paint a visual for you. Uh, sm- imagine what the corset smells like after uh, it's taken off after like a full day in the sun. Just imagine. Mm. Well, just, just just imagine like being being uh, you know like young lovers, you know, trying to trying to make passionate love outside of wedlock <laughs> back then, and like you get you get all eight layers off of your wonderful beautiful bride to be and then you just taste her salty sweaty nipples and you have to like try <laughs> not only you have to try to fuck her silently but like not gag audibly so the, right. the, the palace guards can't hear you fucking it's yeah. just it, it's, it sounds like wanna, a lot of work discourage her either of course that would yeah be yeah I, I feel like being a eunuch back then would have been easier than trying to suck on some salty <laughs> sweaty unwashed pussy it just it really? sounds <laughs> It sounds so bad. Really, really what, I, what I'm trying to convey to you guys is that they knew what a, the inside of a, a, a used gym bag smelled like way before gym bags were invented. <laughs> yeah. They're if, very I, if, familiar if I wanted to, if I wanted to eat pussy that smelled like a fart, I'd be on Tinder still. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Can I just, can I, welcome to the cynical nerd. Oh, boys. No. That's it. That's <laughs> Absolutely. No. That was top shelf. Scott Kelly. I love oh, God. you. God. No. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Boys, 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 boys. We have lots of stuff to discuss. We have a couple trailers, some good, some not good. Uh, I would say, I would say most not good <laughs> if I'm going to show my cards early. Uh, and then yes. we have some news to discuss. We have WandaVision episode eight, the penultimate episode. Uh, and then we have the trial of Chicago seven, which is the movie that I recommended last week to these two uh, healthy strapping young lads. And then uh, Scott is it's his turn up to bat again for the movie recommendation. So we'll just keep the thing going. But before I get too far into it, Scott, how are you today? I'm doing OK. I, I got to say the uh, the docket today is overwhelming in how underwhelming it is. Oh, I agree. 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. And, and for once, I, I understand that's paradoxical, but it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, for once, we're not talking about some of the same revolving door stories, like because the Flash has been in development for years, and it seems like we get a new story every two weeks about it. That's not super interesting, but sometimes we feel like we should talk about it. Uh, but I agree, there's there's a lot of new stuff in here, but n- <laughs> not a lot of it is is like holy shit. So if you guys just want to turn this off now, it's totally fine. We'll uh, yeah, yeah I mean, don't worry about it. We'll we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna turn the fart, dick, and cum jokes <laughs> up to eleven for you guys this week to compensate for having to hear about Blue Beetle. I was kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. Don't you turn the dial anywhere. Uh, Stay Derek, right here. We love how you. about how about you? How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you for asking. I'm back to uh, scotch uh, just to sort oh. of cut down on the pee breaks, you know, mainly oh, primarily mm-hmm. also because I love it dearly. Um, it tastes very good. And that's it. That's all I got to say. It's everything. Cool. What, what, what cool. else can I say? That's it. Uh, Derek wasn't prepared for the, the speech I'm going to make him. 
uh, make right now, but you've hit 60. Would you, who do you want to thank? Do you want to thank your friends and family? I'm so proud of you. You've, 60 uh, hit level cap in WoW for the I, first time. I actually time. hit the level cap for the first time in WoW over the course of its its history. Uh, every time I've played every expansion that I've really gotten into, I never got there, and now I'm there. And uh, I gotta say, uh, I'm really into Overwatch right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I th- uh, I had when we were, when I was putting things in the dock uh, the other day I was like you know it'd be funny if I had one of those little poppable like party things like like and like it just shoots out it would uh, it's almost weird that you'd bring it up now <laughs> yeah well I'm, I'm bringing it up to tell you how much of a, a forgetful piece of shit I am because I immediately forgot that didn't well, write it down what you should have done and, is had a uh, bottle of champagne to pop oh that's true yeah and, and then you should have you should have had your green screen set up again without him knowing. And when you pop the champagne, you had like oh, giant butts twerking in the background. <laughs> Do you remember the secret? That was so Green good. Screen. Holy shit. I was so proud of that fucking move, boys. Fuck. What episode uh, was that? Because now I have to go watch that. It no, was the Spider-Man debate. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Spider-Man debate. That's like episode was four. Oh, three yeah. or four. Speaking of which, I know this isn't on the news, but we, we have a, a confirmed name for Spider-Man 3 now. Oh, we do. Oh, right, we right. do. We yeah. might as well pull We might as well pull that out of the bag right away since you mentioned it. What What is the name, Scott? Uh, No Way Home. Great. Yeah, cool. Yeah, all right. <laughs> cool. Ah, uh, no way to save the name of that film. Uh, <laughs> all right. We got a couple trailers. Before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the absolute. Oh, I'm not, I have nothing else to talk about with that. Absolutely nothing. I, mean, I, 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 was, I, I thought you were going to make your joke, your little joke. <laughs> Wait, what, what was my little joke? <laughs> Never mind. I don't know. Don't. It was probably I think bad. That we collectively oh! agreed to not make that joke. So oh, at I, I, 100. I think, yeah. I think that's we the all, safest yeah. bet. Yeah, trust just, us. It was good, but you know, just DM us. We'll let you know what it was. Yeah, <laughs> listeners, just just be sure it was offensive, and yeah. uh, you know, whatever. It involved Flash Thompson from the original Raimi trilogy. It's and just let your minds run wild with that. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, look, we we knew it was going to involve the word home because I don't know some stupid inclination to do so. Yeah, I don't um, get it. It seems like the most forced thing ever. I don't know why you would have to. Yeah. Also, just make it like homeopathic remedy. Boom. Spider-Man homeopathic remedy. <laughs> Done. Hire me, Disney. I, I, I agree. They should hire Derek because then maybe we wouldn't get names like No Way Home. <laughs> Obviously, look, it implies that he's going to have some kind of I don't know. We I, I'm not even talking about it. Fuck he, he's he's going go to he's gonna go to the multiverse because he's been outed here. He's going to have to go to another reality. Dr. Strange is going to hide him somewhere so he can like have some yeah. semblance of real life in an alternate reality where he died before the blip or after the blip. And there's not a Peter Parker, and he's going to be the Peter Parker there. They're going to it's it's going to be how they introduce the multiverse of madness, isn't it? Probably going to stumble. He's going to probably going to be like, oh look, there's another Spider-Man here already. Who is it? Toby Maguire, the yeah. worst one. Can't oh, wait. Well, for this. it's not the worst. Though, right? <laughs> he, he's just in a Dunkin' Donuts working on his own Spider-Man fan fiction because no one gives a fuck about him anymore. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, what if it's not yeah. even, what if it's a universe where it's uh, Tobey Maguire himself is Spider-Man? That would be yeah. a fucking great yeah. script. Yes, but, oh my listen, God. Scott, but he's the manager of that Dunkin' Donuts, all right? Yeah, he's really he for that. I mean, he commands respect in that Dunkin' Donuts for sure. That he gets to make his own schedule, gets, that's how it he works. Gets, he gets all the fresh jellies he wants, no one can say a thing. <laughs> extra pump that caramel macchiato in your iced coffee, extra yeah. pump, he's the man you go to. Two pumps, yeah. maybe, don't push your luck. I was told to ask for Toby. (laughs) 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 Weren't you in that movie, uh, Seabiscuit? And didn't I catch you web swinging in here? What the fuck is going on in this universe? Uh, You can also tell because he's been eating too many jellies. He's got the little pooch like the Spider-Man from the Miles Morales film has. Yeah. 
So you know he's like squeezing into his tights behind the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> wasn't wasn't Spider Man from from uh, Spider in Spider Verse? Wasn't that uh, weird weird nose guy from New Jake, Girl? Jake Jake yeah. Johnson, yeah, same guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he did excellently. He did better than any Spider Man. Even Chris Pine's three minute Spider Man was better than any of the Spider Man. Excellent. Yeah, it, God it, damn, that movie's so good. It is. It is a fucking job. Every time someone brings it up, we all just opine for a minute about how delicious yeah. that yeah. film is. It's really great. Can't wait for season. Um, really, that like where, where's the announcement on that? Please. No, it, it is. It's I think 2022 is. Uh, yeah, they're definitely working on it. I don't know if there was a date, but I'll, I'm just gonna believe Derek because I trust him with yeah, my that's what heart, I need all my heart and soul moving forward. Thank you. Just without question, <laughs> and that's how the fourth Reich starts. Uh, so we, <laughs> no. <laughs> we have. I'm gonna Jesus. start off with the shittiest trailer. <laughs> In my opinion, and only because it shows absolutely nothing. Huh? What'd you say? Yeah, I think you said it so loudly that it peaked out and I didn't even catch it. Uh. Um, Jupiter's Legacy? Anybody know what that is? I thought it was Jupiter Ascending, but like a prequel or something. Like 100%, 100%. I was like, really? Is, it hasn't, like, come on. We don't, we don't need more of this. I'm going to um, tell you everything you need to know about it. Ready? Two sentences. Follows the story of the world's first superheroes who received their powers in the 30s. Sentence one. In the present day, they are the revered, revered elder guard, but their superpowered children struggle to live up to the legendary feats of their parents. That's right. it. You know, two, what, you know two, what this is. Two, two things to follow those two sentences. One, okay. you just read the fucking synopsis. Two, <laughs> two, those are two bloated run-on sentences that even make me cringe. I can't imagine what a grammar Nazi would feel if they heard that. <laughs> <laughs> it would. I, hey, look, someone else... Uh, wrote them and, and then another person proofread them because I don't manage Wikipedia. You guys do. Run by the people. Yeah, this uh, is, is going to suck. This is going to be this is going to be terrible. We were just saying last week how that's like the most recycled plot line. Like, yeah, trying to be as super as mom and dad. Like, it's we, I, let's do something new. This is terrible. It's clearly Netflix's just, attempt to like s- superhero culture is out of control. Yeah, it, it really it, is. It's, we, it's a rabid dog. Someone needs to take superhero culture out back like old Yeller and put a fucking bullet in its head. It's time. It it's really time. is. So, I'm ready yeah, for the next we're, thing. We're, we're all going to cry when it happens, <laughs> but it, it needs to be done. It's too much. Yeah. Uh, here's where you find out that World War Three was started by some incel in his basement who's really, really fed up with superhero movies. And he wants to like turn back the clock to like Westerns or something. <laughs> spaghetti Westerns. <laughs> and then the bomb hits. And that's the end of it. The spaghetti uh, Western bomb. It's very, very optimistic of you to assume <laughs> that we wouldn't go right to Mad Max territory. We would go back to spaghetti Western. Yeah. I, well, I'm internal optimist. Either, why, either uh, way, there's probably a lot of forced sodomy and, and weird gunfights, right? Yeah. yeah well, look, I mean, if I'm Westerns I'm, come back, I'm going to kill myself. I'm just telling you guys right now. God, those movies are boring. They're just yeah, the worst. Yeah, this is fucking terrible. Have you ever watched one that didn't just fucking put you right to sleep never once in my life they are awful no. they're yeah. boring I, movies I, yeah it's i mean i've never seen a good one i don't think my grandfather has either because he's always napping while they're on <laughs> like, like like i'm not even i'm not even kidding scott Just, that might not be because he thinks the movie's bad it might be because he's an older fella yeah he's been on a 40 year 40 year streak since i was five years old this man he is 85 years old he's a fucking he's a fucking champion all right this this guy has been for my entire life sleeping in a fucking reclining chair with a western on TV. They and chopping wood. Bad. The one time I met him, he was chopping wood. Yeah, yeah, he chopped. He still chops yeah. wood. Yeah. 
Oh, nice. And he kept That's calling okay. you Scooter, and I was like, I'm taking that shit. It's mine now, motherfucker. He definitely never called me Scooter. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm thinking of another weird old family member of yours. <laughs> maybe. I just, want, I just want Derek to keep, like, please, maybe I please. fabricated the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I think, I think you had a fever dream at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please, please just continue to make up nicknames for Scott and, yeah. like, assign them to random family just, members. Just, just, shit. Do me a favor. Oh, man, do, do me a, do me a favor. I'm having an existential crisis right now. Derek, I, I still remember that. Pick up your totem. Make sure it feels the same and weighs the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so remember that time we ran in the car Do with you Christian? really not have a family member that calls you Scooter, though? Seriously. No. The only person who does is Bobby. <laughs> Bobby called me Scooter uh, in high school. Oh, this is good. He used to tell, me, he used to tell people, it's like, it's like, yeah, because he's so short that when girls ride, they put their foot on the ground. Like they're trying to... <laughs> Well, that's just mean. I thought it was because it sounded like Scott. That's <laughs> no, no. I saw I was real short and did a whole lot of fucking. <laughs> his implants and memories days. are not lining up, and now he's going to malfunction. He's going to wake up from the simulation. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so look, we um, back to Jupiter's legacy because it's going to no, just be no. A, well, that's we can just move on, right? Film. We just move on. No, one more thing. Uh, we literally watched the animated version of of the full trailer for this last week. It was called Invincible. They're doing the same plot over and fucking over again. It, uh, the only thing I wanted to tag on here was that it's from Mark Miller, which is maybe the only good thing about it. If you like Mark Miller's things, He's, he did Kick-Ass and Kingsman, both of which I thought were fun enough. Yeah, uh, and yeah. this comes out May 7th on Netflix. Mm. I feel like Mark Miller, even Mark Miller can't make something this joyless and recycled seem fun and fresh. That's... It, I mean, someone who like just adamantly loves superhero shit. It just when I saw what it was about, I was like, "Really? Again? Yeah. Like, how many of these plot lines? Did, like, okay, all right, whatever. That's enough." Uh, next up in the trailer is Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Comes out also in May, May twenty first, uh, and I'll give you guys. What? Wait, I don't need to give you the fucking synopsis. It's a zombie movie. The, the only the, so the thing that sets this one aside, because whenever they do zombie films now, they have to have like the new thing they wiggle in there is that there's a zombie <laughs> outbreak. Uh, they're in Las Vegas and there's a group of mercenaries that decide they want to go rob a fucking uh, a casino or a bank or something. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but that's, that's not like wiggling. It's just like, like, all right, well, for, first and foremost, it's ridiculous to rob a bank in a zombie apocalypse because the only thing that's going to have any real value yeah. is bullets. Food, food medicine yeah yeah <laughs> but but i don't maybe they just need they don't have trees out there and they need to burn the money for warmth <laughs> it, there's it's got it's got to be like there's got to be something more to it that we don't see in the trailer there's got to be a reason why there's they have a reason to rob they might be going into this bank vault to get a specific thing for somebody yeah you know like i agree because because every zombie movie has like the dennis hopper right like land of the dead had dennis hopper in the tower uh day of the dead had that that one prick who, who was in charge of the army base? Who gets the full meat patty treatment at the end? Where they oh, tear apart. So good. So that was very good. Yeah. Every every good the full zombie meat movie patty treatment. Oh, I got to incorporate <laughs> yeah. that into my lexicon. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like like when someone's just meat salad, basically. When someone just gets like completely just pink misted. Uh. But like but but. God, dude, the practical effects are so. But, all right, I'm getting sidetracked. Uh. Every zombie movie needs a human to hate more than the zombies. The zombies are. That's true. Zombies in every good zombie movie and every good zombie anything, zombies are treated as like a force of nature. It's like, it's it's like that. Uh, you know, if you're it's the heist movie during a hurricane, the heist movie during a flood, right? Uh, you know, the prison break during a tornado. It's it's that's just the element you have to deal with. 
while yeah. the main plot is going on. That's so, the element you wiggle around. That's what I was saying. That, you said it like you said it like <laughs> was a trope, but it's it's. I mean, at this point, zombies are kind of a retire a R worded trope, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's the worst. <laughs> it, it's it's crazy to me that like zombie is a genre. Like you can be like, what movie do you want to watch? A comedy? A drama? Mm, zombie? Like that's a thing. It's what not about a, a zombie? <laughs> oh, you motherfucker! I was just about to say that. I literally was gonna go. Maybe oh, we should so make a zombie, shit, zombie that's... comedy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're both uncreative. Wow, fuck. <laughs> yeah, zombie. Uh, <laughs> surprise. Uh, there's so, no, there's no like, there's no like theater film trope that's more overdone than zombies. I would rather watch the first Captain America movie on a marathon every day of the year than watch zombie movies. They're so, they, they really are the same fucking movie over and over and over again. It's, it's yeah. just boring. But so, some of them are done very well. Though. Like, we're, some we're of the not, classics are good because it wasn't overdone at that point. Like well, it wasn't I mean, the even, same. Even some shit. modern zombie movies are really well done. I really enjoyed Zack Snyder's other zombie film, Dawn of the Dead. I like that movie. That's not it was modern fun. though, is it? That's like 20 years old. I mean, fuck you. We're old and I don't like to think about it. <laughs> I mean, it Zach, feels I'm gonna see what year it came out. Zach, Zach Snyder's Dawn of the Dead remake was fucking fantastic, though. That Word. like uh, Dawn of the Dead and Zombieland, I think, are two of the best zombie movies. The first one, Zombieland, was the second was, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one's fantastic. Second one, but that that, that was a zombie. I don't think zombie. I saw the. I don't think I saw yeah, that. that's that's true. It was a zombie. Yeah, zombie. Yeah, zombie. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm uh, sorry. Dawn of the Dead is only 17 years old. Sorry, guys. Not quite 20. Just 17. That makes it worse. I just think, almost able to vote is all. Looked it up. <laughs> uh, that movie's great, though. It is. Really I remember great. watching that movie and ha- like watching that movie and that being a movie I put on to like smash. I don't know if I don't know if it was when it when it first came. It could have been first. I was like 17 years old. Did the meat salad do it for you? Yeah. The, the, there, there was no really meat. Tur- sa- there was no meat salad in that one, but there is some anal sex in a mall. <laughs> that does do it for me. <laughs> really turning them into carnitas over here. Yeah, just, um, just stuffing that butt, stuffing that butt by the build bears <laughs> <laughs> So I think, as it was Scott said earlier, he's like, "There's got to be something going on here because why would they want to rob a bank?" I, if you read the, I read the synopsis again. It, it says there's a zombie outbreak. It, they go into the quarantine zone. So maybe this is a zombie okay. outbreak in which we actually have it someone under control and like just Las Vegas is cordoned off or something, and you can't get okay. in, and they're flying in on, on choppers, but. I mean, I don't know. The, the trailer's kind of weird, right? Because it makes me feel like there's like a Suicide Squad tone going on with like yeah. the colorful. Yeah. It, it really did. And I was like, oh, what are you doing here? Um, that's the thing I'll that's be- the most <clears throat> fucked up about this entire scenario is that I love Zack Snyder's fucking direction of photography so much. I'm probably going to fucking watch this. Like, oh, I'm definitely going to watch oh, it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. The yeah. scene of the helicopter like flying down the side of the building is framed so fucking well. I'm like, I, it at is the moment really... that shot came, I was like, you motherfucker, god damn it, I'm yeah. going to watch this now. I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to yeah. watch it. You're, I think Did you're going to like it. I think so, too. I like really Even, if you, even, yeah, if, yeah. even yeah. if you don't like it, you're probably going to be like, it was pop, fun popcorn. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, there's nothing wrong with fun popcorn. That's, no, there's no, there's that... nothing whatsoever. That's what Zack Snyder does the best, though, for being honest. He does. True. Like, true, 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 true. Did I, did I spot, I, I might have to look it up real quick. Did I spot, uh, spot a uh, Michael Jai White in there? AKA the man who played Spawn in the film? Maybe I'm oh. wrong. Uh, I, I, th- I, think I'm, I think I'm wrong. I think he was, uh, I, someone looked just like him towards the end of that trailer. They're talking in a hallway. No, nope, never mind. Not him. Just looked at him again. Definitely not him. I'm an asshole. Yeah, you really are when you think about it. Yeah, it's a really quick shot. I just looked at it again. It's definitely not. I don't even need to look it up now because I'm sure it's not. But uh, anyway, 
I mean, we're going to check it out because it's on Netflix and I pay for it and it's going to be free. And it looks like it could oh, be really? a modicum of fun. Um, <laughs> May 21st is when it comes out. Yeah, it's, it's actually did like an exclusive deal with them. So, um, all right. We have one more trailer to talk about, I think. And that's one that I am actually very excited about. And it's MODOK. So we talked about MODOK a, a while ago when there was a, a virtual con that went on. And they had like a, a behind the scenes thing where we saw them talking about it. And there was only snippets of footage. And now we got uh, not only the first official like announcement trailer, but it, they told us the date is coming out. And there's a little bit of extra footage in there uncut uh, in certain scenes without like people, you know, Patton Oswalt or something talking over them. It comes out May 21st. Also, same day as Army of the Dead. This one's coming out on Hulu, though. And it just it looks really good. <laughs> I mean, like. Derek, did you like this trailer as much as I did? Uh, I did. I, you know, something that we've been um, talking about a lot is the well, something I've been uh, calling the dying gasp of the superhero genre and sort of like the weird ways that they're trying to put these superheroes and villains in new scenarios, uh, yeah. which generally in other genres like really comes off as desperate and awful. I hate to admit is really working out um, like we have WandaVision, which we're going to talk about later, which has been great so far. And now this it's like a totally new take on there's no it's not live action. There's not these huge action set pieces. It's just fucking stop motion. Goofy bullshit. Patton Oswalt. Um, it looks great. I mean, it's only a minute long trailer, so there's not a whole lot to chew up. But I think that's the whole point. It's not like a story driven thing. It's just a goofy thing. And the simplicity of that is. Uh, I don't know. I think it's endearing and I, I don't know. I just loved it. I, 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 the tone was great and I can't wait to watch it. It looks really good. Uh, Scott, how'd you feel about Modoc? It looks like a blast. It looks really fun. Yeah. It's, uh, just it, it, the art style is like charming. <clears throat> like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's literally Marvel robot chicken. Yeah. It, it's, absolutely robot and, chicken. And that's, but that's, that's all it needs to be. And like, you know, uh, it's just cool to see something licensed, like with, with the the whole di- like the, under the Disney umbrella that doesn't have to be part of that giant shared, overwhelming, exhausting universe at this point. So yeah, anything that anything that's a little divergent, I'm I'm here for, especially if it has Pat Oswald in it. Like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, he's he's pretty pretty hilarious. Uh, I lied. I thought that was the last trailer. We have one more. It's the one that uh, it's one the scooter put in here. <laughs> this uh, trailer is called The Vigil. Oh, yeah. It is an IFC film, IFC Midnight. It is in theaters and on video on demand two days ago, February 26th. So we just, we just, well, I literally just finished watching it before we started rolling. Scott, how do you feel about this film? I, I think it looks dope, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's not, it's, it's a nice break from all of the possession of Emily Rose copy paste bullshit we've gotten over the last 15 years or so right uh when they when they when they dive into like hebrew mythology in uh horror movies i think it's always way scarier uh i mean for, first of all hebrew is it, it's a scary language to hear an old man mutter in let's be let's be real here it's <laughs> that's no no it's true there, there's a very yeah. it's, it's the same thing as like hearing like a, a decrepit old woman, like saying something in Latin. You're like, oh, she's a witch. 100% she's a witch. <laughs> but, 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 but like, Latin, like I've heard Latin for like, so like, you can't, you can't even like you, you have to, you have to say something in Latin in eight voices at once to scare me at this point in a horror movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's going to be eight it's, octaves. It's going to be a one man choir. 
It, it basically would just sound like Freddie Mercury at this point, like in Latin. <laughs> and I'd be like, ooh, spooky. But also, aw, kind of beautiful. Yeah, nice. Um, no, but there was a movie, uh, I mean, I, I've seen a couple a couple movies that kind of play along the same trope where they kind of like, they take, um, you know, a certain ritual in the Jewish faith and they explain why it, why it's done. Like there was one about a, a divic where it's like a, a, a curse, an active living curse in a box that they did a couple years ago. Okay. Uh, I think the movie was just called The Box or something like that. And that one was terrifying. Um, and just this, the idea of something not wanting to kill you, but just wanting to like tor- torment you and feed off your fear is somehow scarier than something just wanting to kill you to me. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I thought the trailer was really good, too. Um, it, so the one thing that concerns me about it is that it's PG-13 and it's supposed to be a horror movie. And like, look, it doesn't it doesn't have to be R, but I just. I don't know. To me, I'm like, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't it be, though? It's that is weird. weird. Yeah, my boner is dethroned officially. I didn't realize <laughs> that. Like, I didn't see that. I mean, you know. I Other than that, like, I, I really, I, I mean, I, I thought the trailer was excellent. I thought it had, like, um, a cross, uh, vibes of a cross between, like, The Void, which we just watched, which we all really liked, and, like, PT. It did like have the, Void vibes. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. You're 100% right. I couldn't pinpoint what it was. Yeah, and and it, it even like the lighting, like the dim long hallway hiding uh, lighting, which reminded me of like um, PT. Uh, I thought it looked really great. I thought it looks it looks like they're using a lot of practical effects rather than uh, CGI, which also obviously we've said many times that we love. Um, that is discouraging that it's PG thirteen. I hadn't caught that, but it doesn't necessarily. Yeah, I mean, automatically mean it's going to be bad, but. You know what? What I would say is, think about how many bad rated R movies we get in that genre every year. You know, like, I don't think the rating solidifies it's gonna be good or bad. I think it's gonna be about like how they how they kind of like stretch it out. You know, how do they pace it? How they build the tension? The music's yeah. gonna be a big part of something like this, and also like obviously the absence of music in certain in certain parts of the movie. Like that that to me, like in horror, you can always tell when it's like a copy paste genre film, right? Because it's it's just the same. Swelling right. strings, maybe some staccatos, but it's always the same fucking. It's it's the same fucking music in every goddamn movie. Uh, yeah, I had a point. I lost it. But <laughs> <laughs> something I think is like really like it seems we're moving further and further away from in horror that I love is it seems like before it was like show the scary thing as quickly as possible, whether that was to like lock a burn still frame in your mind, or if it was just a budget cut thing or both who fucking knows. But now it seems like what they're doing is letting shots hang in uh difficult to decipher lighting. So not necessarily poor lighting, but lighting that makes your brain. It takes a second for you to, it's like everybody's been walking around in the woods at nighttime at some point in their life. And they go like, Am I actually seeing what I think I'm seeing or is this like some <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that like that this trailer showed that I think games like Visage and PT do that really well, where it's like you see this sort of figure walking up a hallway in the distance. And rather than showing this like horrifying creature and then like zipping away from it, you just kind of have to go like, oh, is that what I think? it? Is? Oh, fuck, it is what I think it is. It's like it, it sets in your brain. It just makes it more like it's less cheap to me for some reason. Can I ask which chapter of Visage you played? I only played Lucy's. I only played the first one. I oh, so, started so, chapter two, uh, but I did not finish it. So you remember that part where you're in the basement and all of a sudden all the outlets are gone. Yeah. And that one door yeah. opens with the light and Lucy's the first time you see Lucy for real. She's just like this little 
weird yeah. twitchy yeah dude that, oh, i know that, i know specifically the part yeah, that you're talking about i will about. never it's forget horrifying. that part i will never forget that you know lucy's friend sucks lucy's yeah. friend is a fucking dick <laughs> yeah that game is is legitimately terrifying like mm-hmm. i i don't know if chris has played it i don't know if anybody who's no i haven't plays horror games in general i don't and even i it, it's so fucking well done that game i actually have to finish it but um it's just play the fucking game it's it's yeah. it is fucking horrifying and the lighting is so good in it it's a great game Word. that's I my I, I really should check it out i heard it was really good um all right i think that's all for our trailers now we have a bunch of news uh some of it all right and some of it very meh so i'm gonna start off with a story that's Pretty meh, but I, I, you know, I'm eternal optimist. I think it has some potential. So there's uh they announced there's a Blue Beetle movie in development. Uh, for those of you who might be unaware with the character, he was actually the uh, inspiration for Night Owl in Watchmen. Um, not Batman, which is pe- people usually think it's Batman, but it's not. Blue Beetle's a weird character. I, I've never cared about him. I, I've, I've no, no concern for him. I know everything. Well, not everything. I know the three different incarnations and their backstories because. I feel the urge to look those things up immediately upon reading of a character's name. Uh, But this one. So just so you guys know, I don't know how much you know about it. They announced the Blue Beetle film is in development. It's going to be based on the third Blue Beetle. His name is Jamie Reyes. And he literally it's it's like um, the best way I could describe his relationship with his suit, because that's what he gets. It's like this alien suit is like Peter Parker. But like with the symbiote, like he's he actually his character is very much Peter Parker-esque. He's young, uh, quipping all the time, very jokey, but very earnest and good at, his, at heart. And the suit, it kind of it doesn't talk to him, but he you know, he has like a, he can feel what it wants to do. It's like the symbiote type stuff. Um, I don't necessarily care that much about the third incarnation. He was prominently featured in the Young Justice cartoon. Uh, apparently he was well liked. I don't I don't know. But um the character's gone through a bunch of stuff in the past. Notably, the first one also got weird powers from a scarab or a blue scarab or something. The second one is what most people know, which had no powers. Uh, he was kind of Batman-esque. He was just a rich guy that made a bunch of gadgets, followed as the Blue Beetle. Um, okay. This film is... Also Batman. Yeah, I, yeah also yeah, kind of Batman. No, no, no. That, that was my point. I mean, he was basically Batman. Um, he literally owned it. Ted Cord, he owned uh, Cord Industries. He literally was like another tech billionaire that fought crime... It's just not as cool. He was like the daytime deliver your newspaper Batman. I don't know. Like he, <laughs> like, it's not intimidating at all. Let, let, let's be clear though. Like until Batman, bats weren't really cool, right? Like they gave you rabies. They maybe started a pandemic once in a while. Uh, <laughs> that's they, true. That's true. Every yeah, twenty years true. or so, you Robin know, Williams played one. That was thing. endearing, but the, they didn't really. Aside from Batman, they had nothing going for him for years, right? Yeah. So uh, like, the. Go ahead. I'm just like I don't get what it is with DC just picking an animal that's in no way really aggressive or impressive and then making <laughs> it a, an entire character's alter ego. I don't I don't get it. Beetles are on the way up, man. Just you wait. <laughs> but beetles? Yeah. yeah, it's like Bitcoin, bro. It's just, it's, it's just buy, gotta wait. Buy buy in on Doge, buddy. Uh, so the the only notable thing I would say that I know about any of the Blue Beetles is that the second one, Ted Cord, the Batman wannabe. Was uh, came to be good friends with Booster Gold, who's this uh, also goofy ass superhero who's from the future, goes back in time to see like the heroes of the golden age. And he kind of fakes it. He has like he has tech from the future that kind of gives him the appearance of abilities and ends up being a superhero. But 
those two are like a buddy cop. Like they become really good friends and those comics are actually kind of well loved by people who like them. I've never read one and I have no interest to, uh, but I don't know. I mean, whatever it, I don't know. I don't think DC has a single plan for their films at this point. I think they're just throwing shit just like, I mean, Marvel is, but to a much more Marvel's like a much more orchestrated gaggle of shit throwers. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're, they're the John Williams of chucking feces. Right, right, right. (laughs) Like DC is literally like, like two or three apes in a room and they're just, they're angry because they can't get out and can't have real food. And they're just throwing shit at the wall. And they were like, Oh, look, a beetle. I don't know. I mean, like what, I, I don't know why this character was the focus. Uh, there were rumors in 2018 about a booster gold slash blue beetle film. Like they were actually getting introduced both as the buddy cop thing might've been okay. That's I don't way know too much backstory though. If you have to explain this guy comes from the future, he's not yeah. really like, like what, 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 what would the, what would the, the second act of downfall be that like blue beetle finds out that booster gold or whatever the fuck it is. You're not really a superhero. You just have advanced technology. And you didn't yeah. tell me I have a stupid fucking beetle costume. I can't do shit. Like, and then they like have that, like that parting away that stepbrothers like fight that feud. And they come back together yeah. at the end and they, they play the Catalina wine mix and they fucking rock it. Blue Beetle's the kind of character who's so silly that I could imagine them putting him in the Harley Quinn DC show because they would, his intro would be like blue beetle. And then Harley would look at the camera and be like, don't worry. He's basically Batman, but with a stupid fucking costume. And that would be all you would need to know. Yeah. What, what are his powers? I mean, is it just he's shitty Batman? His, his, his well, that's that's the thing. Like, not all versions had powers. So the first one had powers. The second one didn't. The third one has like the one they're making the film on. Jamie Reyes. He the scarab gives him like this alien suit that can do basically whatever the fuck he wants. It's a MacGuffin. It can fly. He can mm. shoot Mega Man lasers. His hand turns into a cannon like cyborg. Um, you know, he, it's super strength. The whole nine fucking yards about it. So it's it's really kind of whatever they want the plot device. But does it matter when you have to look like a beetle while you're doing it? You know what I mean? Wouldn't you just rather be a human? (laughs) Yes. Yes. 130%. And I don't want to give this story any more time because it doesn't deserve it. Unless anyone has any more jokes to poke fun at it. Um, I mean, I I don't Good. I would say the only, the only merit I could see is I did read in the article. This would be the first time a major studio had greenlit uh, a superhero movie where the leading role went to someone who was Hispanic. That's yeah. cool. Oh, for DC. Yeah. 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 Uh, but also, I don't, I, I didn't even know the character existed until Injustice 2, if I'm being honest. I'd never heard of him before. It does seem like it's kind of an obscure character. Um, it, seems like it, it seems like if you were going to like introduce this character, you would do it as a side character in maybe The Flash or something. You would like introduce the character beforehand, give him right. some screen time, and then give him a solo outing. And again, to me, it just like it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't think you can make any character compelling if you read a decent script. You can, like, well, like there's there's versions of Superman that I don't give a fuck about, and there's versions I do. Right. Um. But it's just it's again, it feels like they're just rushing. They like it feels like they have no roadmap, or if they do, it's like it's a roadmap, but they're using that instant transmission. You know what I mean? Like they're they're do, yeah. they're do they have a roadmap, but they're fast traveling. Is the only way I can really sum it up. Or I, I, I have a good idea. Maybe it's a roadmap written in washable Crayola crowns. How's that <laughs> accurate? And it's raining. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no! It, it, it seems like the roadmap is just like a toddler scribbling with a crayon on a Denny's placemat. Is all it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, you know how that Pretty story accurate. ends. That toddler has diarrhea. <laughs> Did he get the grand slam? Every time gets oh, me every God. time, but it's worth it, isn't it? Right. As long as you get yeah. it on like a it's, Friday night, you have the whole always... weekend to just work it out. Just get there. 
Holy it's always shit, delicious sandwich. And I always regret it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up on the docket, a little bit of weird news. So uh, we didn't oh. talk about it because I don't want to. Uh, I, I have to watch it first, obviously. But there's a HBO Max drama going on. Uh, oh, Alan oof. V. Pharaoh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Didlacourt is now in session. Uh, here, here. Here, here. Didlacourt. Hey, hey, hey. I forgot my wig. I forgot my white curly wig at home, boys. I'm sorry. Um, I can borrow one from you, Derek. <laughs> so, Didlacourt is now in session. Oh, Woody Allen. Wait, why do I have an excess of white curly wigs? Hang on. I mean, I only got one for myself. You just, in, my, in my mind's eye... In my whispering eye, you look the best in a white curly wig. Okay, I'm putting right. that out on Front Street. I'm and now I'm going to Photoshop it later so that yeah, we, maybe I mean, that can be our image. It's oh, just Derek with a curly wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be the judge of Diddler Court, and it's got to be Woody uh, Woody Allen like in 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 chains. I can't fit all that in a thumbnail, but yeah. maybe maybe him sitting behind the desk with the robes and the and the white. You know, I, mean, I, I just want to see what you can do. This is Woody, Woody Allen's got to look sad in handcuffs. I'm sorry. I need it. I need to see it. I need it. Even if he's like in, in like in the very bottom corner, like looking up. Like, okay, like- that's fine. That's fine. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that for sure. I, uh, I I appreciate you guys. I my Photoshop skills. I still consider them quite meager, but you guys test them in very odd ways. No, no, I believe in you. You can do this. Yeah, one hundred percent. You can. I mean, we can never show, share the context with the public, but we turn. Uh, Lady Mormont into someone from Avatar, and I was, I was quite oh, proud God. of my creation. I was quite proud of that. Uh, it took me a little longer than I expected, we, we, but we I learned a couple. We can't share the origin of that, or we won't, because I think no, we no, can. no. Uh, we we won't, but we won't. Uh, it, we definitely a, won't. Not appropriate. But We're already pitching a couple lines. So there's yeah, a couple we gotta true. really stay away from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like we're playing such as that Photoshop. Maybe like how Woody Allen has to stay away from high schools. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're bad we're bad uh judges because we're prejudging the case you haven't heard all the evidence yet no that so no 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 no. it doesn't matter what happened between a and b because c is he married his stepdaughter his adopted he's a gross old pervert fuck that guy fuck the jade scorpion fuck any movie where he has a 30 something year old knockout playing his love interest and he's a 65 year old pedophile you you liked her when she was fifteen. You don't you have no interest now that she's thirty. Hang on, know. hang on, hang on. We got we got to get the we got to get the intro for the listeners. Save your rage. Put it in a little jar. Okay. okay put okay. it in the pocket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then unleash that bad boy in just like two minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I ha- I feel all that too. I'm I'm with you. But let's 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 form our narrative. Derek's here. Derek's the rage whisperer. We should drag <laughs> him out of the street and cut his fucking head off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, he's he, he won't even know what's going on. He's so fucking old. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, somebody wants around. an autograph. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's the point to tell the article. I'm doing it anyway. God damn it. There's a new documentary debuting that has already debuted on HBO Max called Alan V. Farrow. And it, it dives into some pretty damning allegations uh, of the sexual al- uh, sexual abuse allegations against him uh, g- by his adopted daughter, Dylan Farrow, who was seven, apparently, when the abuse occurred, which is about as much as I want to talk about the actual abuse because it fills me with rage. Um, there yeah, are yeah, uh, uh-huh. p- people were people were freaking out about cutting his head off, right? 
Yeah, no, I mean, we, you kind, know. Of took, kind of took a dark turn here. It's kind of somber now, huh? Well, it's a dark turn because it what happened, well, what allegedly happened was dark. Uh, anyway, so people, HBO Max is getting a lot of shit because <laughs> if you search HBO Max for Woody Allen, the documentary talking about his abuse allegations is not the only thing you'll find. Uh, you'll find, you know, a couple of his catalog films in there. And uh, HBO Max has actually come out and said we <laughs> that they will continue to stream. I don't know if they reversed course since then. I haven't seen it, but they have said they will continue to stream other Woody Allen films even after debuting the damning documentary. And let me just say to play the smallest version of a devil's advocate I can, because I'll make it hundred percent. How small? I, small I, enough uh, that Woody Allen would try to court you. Oh no. <laughs> Scott. Oh, but come on. That was, <laughs> that a, was really that was, good. Yeah. That was a really, it hurts. really good joke. <laughs> uh, fucking just top shelf. Really, I've always God, impressed. I'm always impressed. There's two things I'm always Allen, impressed not with. You, Scott. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm also a piece of shit. But I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that kind of piece of shit. That's, you're not going to Diddler Court, piece of shit. That's that's yeah. yeah you're not Diddler Court. As long as you're on yeah. this side of the pew, you're all right. I want to be the. I want to be the bailiff of Diddler Court. That way, when he gets loud, I can rough him up. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to be the Judge Hoffman of Diddler Court, making a reference to the film I had to watch tonight, because that guy was an old bag of shit too. All right. Regardless, um, regardless of the thumbnail for the episode, can we please have Diddler Court just a just a, a Photoshop with Derek as judge, uh, Scoot as bailiff. Don't um, ever refer to yourself in the third person again. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is every member of the jury. And then just, just, yes, just yes. <laughs> none of this will fit on the thumbnail. I can fit just Derek as judge. No, I'm saying secondarily, just like as a hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Maybe that can be like, yeah, it'll, it'll be that a could be, that, could be, that could be the YouTube. Thumbnail, it could right? be the YouTube thumbnail. Uh, also, it, I need to stop uh, slacking off on making the YouTube versions of our podcast because okay, I actually have a storage issue. Regardless, don't need to talk about it. Um, anyway, back to the story. There is a lot of hubbub about this. Uh, I mean, there's six Woody Allen films still on HBO Max. Scoop, bro, uh, whatever. I'm not even. Gonna, you don't even need to know what they are because fuck this guy. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're I, all look, not good movies either. Like, it's not like he's a. <laughs> So I was only my my tiny tiny devil's advocate before Scott stole the show with that fucking joke was that uh, he's he's not been proven guilty of this in a court of law uh, and therefore they are allegations and not you know proven by by the rule of law whatever you however you want to fucking pray. that being said I believe her one hundred and ten percent I think he's absolutely yeah, a he garbage ma- he, he married trash can yeah. garbage man he ma- yeah. he's ma- he's married to his his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like there are. There's been. We've heard. He's, we've heard about his transgressions before in his career. This isn't the first time. Yeah. No. He's he's, he's, ma- he's married to the little girl that used to be his stepdaughter. He. She grew up and he married her. Like he's one hundred percent. He he belongs in Diddler Court. If there was a real Diddler yeah. Court, the tribunal. No, he does. Yeah. And, yeah. And and it's uh, I I have such a weird relationship with Woody Allen and his films in that like <laughs> I hope not. I, I hope not you don't that, have a not, not weird relationship weird, with Woody Allen. Um. Uh, in that, like, not really, though. I mean, I, you know, my exposure to his films was sort of my exposure to, uh, you know, like independent film and sort of the quirky side of this and that. And sort of it, it like opened those doors for me to like explore that kind of film. But he was also the first guy that like when I found out the shit that he was doing, he was my first like person that I idolized that I had to then demonize like and which can be oh, yeah. difficult for people to do to, to yeah. admire someone for so long. Kind of like with Louis C.K. It's like you find out what he did. And of course, he's hilarious. Of course, he, there's this wisdom behind his words. And then you find out the you know terrible shit that he's doing. And of course, you have to 
bring him down off that pedestal. And it can be hard. Um, but it's the right thing to do. Uh, Woody Allen is a fucking piece of shit. He's an awful human being. Uh, beyond just marrying his fucking daughter, which is obviously enough. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's been accusations throughout his entire career since the fucking 70s. Like yep. he's he's just a piece of shit. He's an awful human being. He's he's he is emblematic of this idea that, uh, you know, if you have enough money, you can get away with fucking anything. And he's been getting away with it for half a fucking century. It's not right. No. Uh, fuck Woody Allen. In summation, it, it, fuck that. He's guy. he's we the, should banish like, him to the Phantom Zone. Yeah, absolutely, we should. Uh, he's the the clearest example of of someone who you can. Oh, okay. So it's not. You, oh it's not like you oh can either God, be what. Can you make can you make me you and Derek be the Kryptonian judges, like from from the original Christopher Reeve Superman, and then have Woody Allen be banished to the pane of glass in the Phantom Zone? <laughs> you could fit that. You could fit that. I can absolutely have, like, if the thumbnail was just Woody Allen banished in the pane of glass on the Phantom Zone. Absolutely. And then I can put us up in the top corner, like, faded out. Yeah, looking down on him. Um, anyway, so what I was going to say was, he was the earliest example. And that's a good that's a good um, angle to come at it from. I didn't think about that. But I, I think you're kind of right. He's, like, one of the first people who I thought was talented. And I also found out was a piece of shit. And it was kind of like shattered my my world of like, those two things are not mutually exclusive. You can be talented at what you do and also be trash can garbage man, like human piece of shit. And uh, yeah, I don't, he, <laughs> trash man, garbage boy, get out. No, it's a it's, uh, trash can garbage man. Thank you. You got <laughs> a uh, specific order to that stink, man. I, I just remember like hearing about all this, like, well, not all this shit, but I remember hearing about allegations of him and Sue, Sue Yin. Uh, I'm not sure. Before I even had seen any of his films. And then, like, I think I saw Annie Hall. I was like, like, all right, that was fine. But this guy's clearly, he's clearly a piece of shit. He's a fucking weirdo. Like, I, so I, I don't know. For me, it was, it's, I think I'm the polar opposite end of the spectrum. Isn't I was exposed to, like, the rumor mill and all the controversy surrounding him, you know, dating his former daughter before I'd actually seen any of his films. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was a uh, Soon Yi. Soon Yi, sorry. Yeah, Soon Yi. I looked it up. Don't worry, I got so you. Man, so, man, I'm, I'm a dick for not knowing her name, but I'm not a diddler. No, no, you're not. I, had, dick, I didn't dick, even know not, what her name dick, was. Dick, not a diddler. <laughs> there, was, there was one of his movies. I don't know if it was Annie Hall or not, but uh, there's a part where he's like on a date with this woman. Uh, and he, like woman. in his head, <laughs> in his head, he's like, like trying to hype ID? himself up to what? <laughs> oh god damn it! <laughs> but basically, in this scene, in a movie, he's like making a joke out of like, "Oh, should I just not even ask her and just have sex with her?" Because I read a psychological report that some women like that, and I remember seeing that as a kid and being like, "Oh, weird, dark, off-color humor." Okay, and now yeah. it's like, "Ugh, <laughs> yeah." That was yeah, some like of that legit shit. Woody Allen like injecting himself into his fucking script yeah. like just weird shit yeah uh reason number 34 to hate ted mosby is ted mosby loves annie hall and all woody allen movies yeah reason number 34 not rule 34 very very yeah. different yes. it's, if, there's if, there, if there's there. ted mosby rule 34 it's just him masturbating by himself no one wants to fuck ted mosby even in <laughs> fan fiction there's Nobody. not because no one wants to draw ted mosby doing that either <laughs> he's the he's the only thing on the internet there is not rule 34 of yeah. he's the exception he's the exception yeah and in the background, all you can hear is how, uh, how, how much you want to bet that you're wrong about that. 
I'll Google I, it right I, now. I mean, are you going to find out? Because if, if least you're doing searching, I don't mind. Yeah. And then in the, in the background, uh, Paramore, the only exception is you, is playing softly in the background and very sadly. He's just <laughs> upset about it. Okay. I don't want to talk about him anymore. He's a garbage, uh, trash can garbage man. Sorry. That's what I said. Um, can that just be the title? <laughs> I, 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 I still, I, like, I know, I know, like, saying you should drag someone out of the street and cut their head off sounds really harsh, but I'm going to double down on it. I'm going to stand by yeah, it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm fine with yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you, uh I feel like fingers and toes first, so there's some suffering. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I would, I would say just, just submit him to, uh, to Jigsaw, right? Just, just let, let that puppet have its way with him. I mean, he yeah. might, he might, he might like the role reversal to have a tiny. Yeah, a but tiny he'd be like, "Do you want to play a game?" And Woody Allen would be like, "Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of game are we playing? <laughs> is, is there is there gags involved?" Yeah. I'm not doing a Woody Allen impression because you guys did it so well. There's no way I can follow that. <laughs> is there is there any way I could get you to spit in my mouth? I really, I've been, I've been such a bad boy. And then then Jigsaw's like, oh, then you know there's a pandemic going on. It's very unsanitary. <laughs> oh, this guy's fucking uh, gross. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta get him the fuck out of here. Send him to Diddler Court. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I heard Judge Derek is ruthless. <laughs> Uh, he refers to himself in third person the whole time. <laughs> Judge Derek presiding. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you don't. Uh, is this court not funded well? Do you you don't have like a like a uh, someone who announces you? And you're like, no. I just like refer to myself in the third person. <laughs> All right. Look, we have a ray of hope in the darkness that is the COVID nineteen ongoing pandemic, which okay. is Lamb Chop's song that never ends. Uh, New York City's movie why, theaters why are would set. You do to- that to me. <laughs> Did I just ruin that for you? I mean, it's in, the, it's in the back of my head now. Yeah. Yeah, you're fucking welcome. It was a little um, rude. <laughs> uh, New York City movie theaters are going to reopen next month at limited capacity. That's fucking kind of nice to hear. It makes me happy. Um, Derek, I know you're fully vaccinated, right? 100%. We are one third ready to go. I have my first shot scheduled next Friday. Uh, if you can... Go out and get your shot. We're just going to shield for, for fucking vaccines. Go get it if you can get it. Make people around you safer. I Fuck just you, Jenny McCarthy. I, I got I to be 100%, honest. 100%. The main driving force behind me doing it was that my work paid me. Like initially, I was like, ah, I'll wait. And oh, nice. Like, we'll give you dollars. And I was like, I'm going to do it right now then. Yeah, because they want people to be, you know, not fucking dying on them. Yeah. Um, the Speaking of, you know, jobs that should be, indi- like, should be encouraging that. The John Oliver meatpacking segment last week was disgusting about how they treated people. Then I know you don't like John Oliver that much, but I know you also appreciate the reporting they do. I do. Completely off topic, by the way, but the, I know we kind of go on tangents here. If you haven't noticed on episode 22. Yeah, guys, uh, listeners, yeah. just so you know, we actually like talk to each other throughout the week. Like, it's not like this is our only two hour segment that we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I, we have I any kind of conversation with one another. But the managers at this meat packing meat packing facility it was like Tyson Chicken or some big one took bets on how many people were going to die of COVID nineteen in their fucking facility. It was disgusting, disgustingly annoying. Yeah, I digress. Uh, my I, first shot scheduled I, I, for I'm Friday. Not, I'm not down for cannibalism. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm not yeah. like excited for cannibalism. But I would. I would eat those managers if you if you told me who they were and what they did. I would. I would eat them. Yeah. yeah. Would you eat Woody Allen though? No. No. Yeah. That's got to be tough. Man. I, feel, I feel like even when you cook his meat, it would still be gray. It would just be, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, gross. I've it's like, gray it's like meat. pheasant meat, right? It's got to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's kinda, everyone's like, oh, get some venison. He's like, all neck too, though. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Just neck all the way down, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so so go get your fucking vaccine if you can. Make other people safe. Do you, I, we don't. What do you think liver uh, spots taste like, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're chewy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they add a little bit of gristle in there. It's like, oh god, I hate the word gristle. <laughs> yeah, if you have even like a, it's like a chocolate chip cookie. Like you just, oh, oh no. Chip, stop. <laughs> So, back to the fucking important stuff. Go get your fucking vaccine if you can. Mine's next week. Uh, How this we is good, here? though. They've seen, I don't know, we spiral down rabbit holes every week. Kind of our speciality. They yeah, have, have early reports out of the UK oh, yeah, yeah. that people who get their first shot, that their death rate is 75% less likely to die from COVID-19. Like, 50% less likely to get ill. And it's even, it's like 85% after the second shot. So, like, please go get them so we can all return to some semblance of normal fucking life and i can go hang out with these two bullies in real life we can have our first fucking live podcast episode when oh, i'm not shit. worried about killing yeah. one of my closest friends we we did i have to say you know uh at work we have one person in my office who like has been very vocal about refusing to get it done Just and of course, she is the one person who tested positive for covid and i sit right next to her and that's why I got tested like two weeks ago and it came back negative. And that was after, well, that was at the first shot. I just got my second one the other night, but I don't know if those two things are related. Maybe I just got really lucky, but I don't know. That's how I've been. She sounds of. like, a, she sounds like just the worst. Yeah, she's okay. I guess <laughs> he's like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say all this publicly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, hopefully nice. maybe uh, that's all the real world news we have for you. Uh, let me pose a question to the boys. Scott, I'll, I'll actually direct this at you first. If you could think of one video game franchise that you really, really wanted to turn into like a, like a show or a movie, what would it, what would it be? Would it, uh, also, follow-up questions. Would it involve a clown or would it involve cars in a post-apocalyptic setting? So I, I know what you're doing here, but now I'm going to answer your question truthfully and in painstaking, painstakingly descriptive... <laughs> Uh, I mean, you got to you, you got to go you got to go old school RPG, right? You got to go like like Saga Front. <laughs> you got to go Saga Frontier because that story in itself is seven stories. Each season could be one story for one protagonist. And in this right? game, in this game, Chris, you have a wealth of of rich, well-developed characters. Uh, like the world building is phenomenal. You have a robot yeah. who enters into a battle arena. Very it's much getting like, remade too, bitch. Can't yeah, wait. yeah. PS4, PS5 comes out in uh, March. Uh, nice. You have a, a, a basically battle bots, but an anime for this one character story. You have a superhero who has to live his not only his real world life, but also fight crime and defeat supervillains. Nice. Uh, all of which, all of which you have to power level to, to defeat because you have you have to grind, man. You got to fucking grind. I can't uh, tell got- if you're being a dick right now or if you actually played Saga <laughs> Frontier. Like it's really hard. Oh, oh no, I really I really would I would I would watch a Saga Frontier anime if each season was one character story. Right, right, right. right, they, right. they all they all meet up at some point. I never it's played fan- it, but I I it's I've fantastic. always heard it's great and they're remaking it, so I'm going to play it then. I'm sorry. No, it's, Please it's, continue. It's, I, it's, I genuinely couldn't tell. Well, no, I, 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 like I'm watching Chris laugh harder and harder as I eat more and more time up cuz he just wanted me to segue into the bit, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. Don't give it to him. Yeah, don't give him what yeah. he wants. Yeah, no, he got he's got to work for it. Yeah, you know, no. What other characters we have left? <laughs> uh, there, there's there's Loot, the lovable bard, who uses music okay. to help uh, unite uh, all the peoples of of the world. Basically, he, he wants to, he wants to write a song that's going to save the world. Uh, spoiler alert: You can't fucking do that. They tried to do that in the '80s. People still had AIDS. Still oh, war. No. 
Yeah, you can't. Sorry, John Lennon. Well, no, he was already dead, right? Yeah, he was dead. <laughs> At some point. I wish yeah. he died sooner, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't soon enough. It felt like, it felt like he really stretched that one out, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. If only it happened before the Beatles. You know what I mean? Then we could just miss that whole thing. Jesus Christ. Then you wouldn't have to have your hippie friends assuring you how great they are for your whole fucking life. I'll, I'll tell you one, like, the, the only Beatles Fuck song the Beatles. That, I, that I genuinely love is Because. And it's because, Blackbird. it's because when I'm really high, it soothes me. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. Yeah, but what about Twisted Metal, guys? <laughs> uh, I, I know, I know. How's that for a second? You don't want me, you don't want me to talk about, about the other car, three characters? <laughs> I, car, I car ramrodded it into the conversation. Car ramrod! <laughs> I want to, I want to, um... I want to uh, just uh, pose an idea here. Instead of talking about this show, which we all know is going to be dog shit, uh, who do you guys main in Twisted Metal? Uh, nobody. I, I played the game one time. I had no interest in it. I, I don't care about vehicular car battles. Uh, I don't know. I, well, I understood well, the fun then, in it then, back then in the day. You're not invited to the vehicular car combat party when <laughs> yeah, COVID's <bye>. over. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever you, play, you ever played Rogue Trip, bro? You never played Vigilante 8? You never played Critical Depth? You yeah. ever played Star Wars Demolition? Your childhood was broken! <laughs> you know why you didn't play those games, Chris? Didn't have one N64, baby. Only I was no too busy playing fucking Jade Empire from Bioware. The game was delicious. Oh, great game. Great game, though. All right. You've redeemed yourself in my eyes. No, no. Uh, f- fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you wait, three wait, times. Wait, before wait. Before we shit on this, fuck you three times. Okay. Uh, Mr. Grimm is who I mean. It's like the, go- the ghost of Christmas fucks. Like, it's going to be a horrible yeah. three times. <laughs> and you fade into fucking uh, dust. Episode, episode title... The ghost of Christmas fucks. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm good with that. Because, it, oh my god, imagine the combo. Episode 22, the ghost of Christmas fucks with Woody Allen in the Phantom Zone pane of glass. It's, uh, mm, mm, I mean, I mean, like, let's, let's be honest, those two things were not intentionally related. But, like, but it's great. But, but the, it, the, it ghost of, the ghost of Christmas fucks past came back to bite Woody Allen that, in the ass. That mental image is such a tasty meal that I no longer need to eat dinner after we finish this. That's that's how filling it was. You're still well, it though, right? What's, yeah, what's I'm di- definitely what's, gonna, what's for dinner? Uh, I have half of a of an Italian Italian BMT sub from Subway leftover. B- can, B- I come over, can I come over and have some? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so. come over. It's on, a, it's on a, <laughs> Italian herb and cheese bread, boys. Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, know want, I know you want me to shit all over this, but like honestly, uh, it's well, another, no, it's another one of those Mortal Kombat scenarios where like the lore is so there's so much there to build on, but there's also there's not much to it. It was all about just gameplay. You got well, here's one, the thing: you, even Twisted Metal Black, you got three cutscenes per character. Maybe that's all you got. They were I all didn't like, know that. They were all thirty seconds long. Well, here, here's the thing about this: it actually does have some potential, and it has potential in the same way that, that I we've now seen Modok look as having potential. So the writers have been announced as Will Arnett, who I think is fucking hilarious, yeah. and then uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who wrote the original Deadpool film with Ryan Reynolds. So those are three people I find very funny, and they could turn this into like a, a post-apocalyptic, like tongue-in-cheek thing. You know, I mean it. Look, yeah, sure. The, I don't think the game was great, personally. I know some people uh, loved it. You're wrong. Well, that's why I said I mean, personally. it wasn't I, great, though. It wasn't I great. Said it was good. Very strongly. I mean, <laughs> no, it was, it, it, was, it was great in 1996. Yeah, but, like, it's not one of those games you go back and play every couple of years, like well, no, other no. games well, from well, no, that because time. The control, because the controls are unbearable. Yeah. The thing Who's is, you made, Scott? Yeah, well, who do I mean? <laughs> yeah. Which game? Uh, let's say, let's say Black. Uh, I'd have to go, I'd have to go with the Preacher. Okay, nice. Yeah. I always went Mr. Grimm, baby. Two Mr. Wheels, Grimm was, hard, was hard, 
harder to hit, harder to hit. That's right. And he had that screaming skull, which is like how I feel. That's like a metaphor for the rage that's inside (laughs) me all the time. He would shoot that thing out. Uh, I was also big, a big fan of Shadow and Darkseid. I'm not going to lie. Darkseid was... was Ooh, what a, Wait, what a, there was Calypso a was sick too, but he was kind of like entry level. Like there was a character called down. Dark Side in Twisted Metal. Yep. Okay. It was a uh, it was a tractor trailer cat. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she had, she, she had a doll face mask covering half her face. See, I don't remember that. Yeah. It's uh, oh. we gotta have a Twisted Metal Black Knight, fellas. That's that's I, what this I, I have means. Twisted Metal Black on my PS4, and I still play it like regularly when I'm trying to wind down for the night. I'm, I swear I, to what, God. What's it? What's it gonna cost? Five bucks? Because I'm I'm probably gonna get it too. Uh yeah, yeah. It's, it's like five five ninety nine or yeah. like the mo- the most it'll be is ten bucks on PS4. Um, it's it's it still holds up, man. Like the controls aren't great. Yeah, but of but but dude, like I, I don't understand what happens. It's Mario Kart, Kart except people die. Yeah. Excellent, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't understand why 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 car combat died out so abruptly. Because dude. now now with all <laughs> now with, terrible. That's why. No, are you no. are you going to say the thing I'm thinking? Are you going to say the thing I'm thinking? Look at that finger right in the... I'll tell you. I'm pointing up at him. Who are you talking to? You. Can you finish what you're... I just want to put it out in Front Street. I, I'm pretty sure you were about to go down the road. I do, because we do this all the time. So I just want to see... Go ahead, continue what, your... Well, now you have online multiplayer. Mm. And Conti- a game like mm. that, a game like that would just be way more fun online with all your friends. You could... Or oh. you could well, we're, no, we're, you let him down. You, you fucked yeah. up. No, no. It was close. You were, we were so close. So... There's just battle royale games everywhere now. I don't, like, why I don't, wouldn't you combine car combat in like a new BR format or something? Oh, I mean, like a hundred cars drop onto a fucking island. That sounds seems excessive. That sounds horrible. <laughs> sounds yeah. amazing. Maybe, maybe like. But, but, 50, no, but, but the thing 25. is, twi- Twisted twist Metal was a battle royale. Always, oh, it was ten cars, one one yeah. wins. It was already it was already battle royale. But the, the thing is, like, yeah, it's true. Like, like. Rocket League ha- sells season passes, but you can't sell a Twisted Metal game. I don't fucking buy that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Rocket League's fun and all, but like season fucking passes. People who are buying those season passes will buy anything with fun. cars in it. Like that's they, true. What's that? Who me? I said oh, that's I, true. <laughs> I never played uh, uh, Rocket League. I've always wanted uh, to. Oh, it's it's really fun. But it like, seems really fun. It is. Really it, fun. it is yeah. really fun, but it's also like. Season passes though. You really want to customize that fucking stupid little car? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure don't. You spend twenty bucks every every ninety days to customize that stupid fucking car. Yeah, no, thank uh. you. All right, um, I gotta pee. I'm sorry. I when, thought when that you, this whiskey was gonna stop the the peas, but when you buy that right. that that battle pass for Rocket League, it makes it harder for your girlfriend to come. I want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> when she knows She's you like, spent when she knows you spent twenty dollars on that instead of buying her a twenty dollar bucket of nuggets. Yeah rise it all up yeah that gives you like well, 60 nugs too dude yeah you're like deal. you're like you're like mid thrust and she looks really bored and you're like what's wrong and she's like i saw you know, a bank you know statement much, you know, i know what you did <laughs> yeah do, do i you saw much, the season pass get out yeah. how how much poos i do you think 60 nugs 60 nugs can buy in the i po- mean in the post-apocalyptic i'm gonna go piss in the no 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 in the post-apocalyptic twisted metal future that this show takes place in what do you, I mean? The barter system is either bottle caps or nuggets. We've discussed this at great length before. I would say six, six pusai, six pusai with with six Cause, nuggets. Cause, so ten, cause nu- ten, ten nugs, nugs, ten nugs per yeah. per per pusai. Ten nugs. That's a meal, baby. I mean, in the in the wasteland, it is not in fat America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the wasteland, but in the wasteland, pusai ain't a meal. Well, you know, I didn't tell you to eat it. <laughs> 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 we should. We should. <laughs> 
We should steal now. <laughs> yeah, please. I don't know why that came off so funny. Good job, me. I didn't even mean it. It'd be that funny. Uh, we only have a couple of news stories left, so we should shill now. Uh, thanks for listening to the Cynical Nerd. If you made it to the to the marker here, uh, you can find us on Twitter at the Schmeg Nerd. If you want to ask us a question, it's hashtag AskTCN. If you want to tell us we're fucking wrong, it's hashtag FuckTCN. Uh, Scott, where else can they find us? How else can they reach out to us? Uh, we have a page on Facebook. That's uh, right, we do. If you guys are listening to us, you're probably listening on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google. But you can also go to our website, thecynicalnerd.com, grab our RSS feed, and uh, drop our podcast into whatever platform you like to listen to podcasts. On they go. You don't have to be online to listen to them. Boom. Fucking boom. Also, yeah. uh, last but not least, if you, I'm, still gonna, I'm just going to start calling it snail mail because most people I know don't use email. But if you want to send us a message, it's just questions at thecynicalnerd.com. Uh, or if you want to send Derek nudes, you should send them specifically addressed to Derek. Um, yeah, he likes I, the, I he likes Harry 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 B holes. Oh right, right Harry B holes. But don't tell him we said anything. Here he comes. So do you want to? All right. Do, do, now, I know we we have quite a few things left on the docket still, right? We still have. Uh, we have four uh, news stories and then our, our main John. Do, yeah. Okay, so I guess I guess we'll 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 do. Uh, yeah. Okay. Did you want to talk about the super the the Superman and Lois that you, that you watched? I was going to do it right before we did the uh, episode review, but we can do it now. I mean, th- so we now nah, let's finish up the the news things aren't very long. Um, most most of them are like quick hits, you know, uh, the first one is just it, it's more of like an info info informational Jesus thing for everybody. Uh, the Muppet Show is now up on Disney Plus. I personally still love that show. I turned on a random episode. Fucking hilarious. It was Johnny Cash. Uh, there was a little well, not controversy. People who are dumb. There were a couple episodes they put up where they put disclaimers in about um, language or phrases used, and uh, I thought they were nice. Like it, it takes a couple extra seconds out of your life, but the disclaimer basically says there are there's language or content in here that is offensive. It it's not okay now, and it wasn't okay then. Uh, we're leaving it, you know, for continuity for like not to fuck up the episode, but also it's like a, you know you should know that this is wrong type thing. And people were some some idiots on the internet were mad about that. They were pissed off. Well, about, uh, about, the, are, about the warning or about the content yeah, they, being included? Yeah, they were mad about the they were mad about the warning. They were mad that uh, they're, they're, you know the the same crew that was mad Gina Carano got fired uh, was mad that uh, you know Disney was being soft on people. And is, any, is anybody mad about warnings. Gonzo fucking that chicken for fifty years? <laughs> I mean, no. What do you think right. I'm doing after we're done the podcast? Watching Gonzo Rule thirty four, baby. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I mean, yeah, Sunday I mean, night well spent. Yeah, I mean, like, who doesn't love the Muppets, right? Muppet Treasure yeah. Island, Muppets in Space. Yo, who's, I, who's your favorite new Muppet, and why is it that giant fucking bear from Muppets in Space? Uh, right? It's the giant fucking bear from Muppets in Space. Yeah, Muppets in Space is a fantastic film. I yeah. love it. Yeah, I don't like love the Muppets, not because I don't like the Muppets. I just, I, I just, I guess I never really got exposed to the Muppets. Really. Yeah, oh. like I watched the one with Jason, whatever his name is, Muppets, bro. a couple years ago. <laughs> but uh, no, That's I, I c- you know, the, weird. As far yeah. I, I mean, it's not like you were going to be in the next HBO documentary for a second there. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, alongside see- Woody Allen. <laughs> oh, yeah. you see, I show uh, for my first day of work and Woody Allen's there. <laughs> That's not good. Mm-mm. You see Kermit walking up to you in nothing but an overcoat. Just be warned. He's probably going <laughs> to expose himself to you. Yeah. Uh, I like right. the I like the Be blurb warned, about his the... dick smells like bacon. Don't be tempted. Don't be tempted. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Why would it? Uh, okay. 
He fucks Miss Why? Piggy. He fucks Miss Piggy. Oh, yeah. I'm so stupid yeah. that I didn't get that. It, it did take me a second, but I, I uh, got there. Damn it. I wish I could rewind time and give that joke the laughter it My deserves. eighth brain initially thought that for some reason Kermit was like rubbing bacon on his dick. And then I went like, <laughs> oh, God. I felt real bad about myself and all that in five seconds. That's how it works. I mean, uh, bacon-wrapped frog's legs are a delicacy in, uh, in France, so, you yeah. know. Do you think bacon-wrapped frog cock is a delicacy in France? I mean, it's a uh, bacon-wrapped... Frog's third leg. Oh, <laughs> is, got him. You know. Oh my so, god! That's, that's, it's like a it's like a kickstand. Quit thinking, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Yeah, yeah, I got that one. Uh, that's a du- All right. that's a dusty reference. Almost like it's been walking around a New York City basement for half an hour. <laughs> there are three more news stories to talk about, and then we get into our main topics. The next one feels weird, but it's apparently happening. It's a Superman reboot happening nope. from. Writer Tan Nahisi Coates and producer J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot Studio. So they're the only reason. Well, I, I mean, there's a couple reasons. This. Let me try to read this real quick. While you're I mean, there's <laughs> nothing I can give you. Most of the important. Okay, shit yeah, let's do that. Uh, I mean, there's really nothing behind the announcement that there's a wait. So Toby Emmerich released a statement. Uh, I mean, this is official. This isn't like a news article. Uh, you know, Toby Emmerich said, Tanisi Coates, Between the World may open a window and change the way many of us see the world. We're confident that his take on Superman will give them a new and exciting way to look at the Man of Steel. J.J. Um, Abrams released a statement about it, said there's a new, powerful, moving Superman story yet to be told, blah, blah, blah. Is it, I, it- I mean, J.J. Abrams had apparently written a Superman film before Man of Steel was greenlit by Zack Snyder called, like, Superman, I don't know, something stupid, like Superman it was, Fly. It was or- called Flyby. Flyby, that's right. Okay, yeah, I know how to fly the title. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Something something really bad. Yeah, and I remember yep. reading, like, the ideas behind it, and I, I don't remember what they are off the top of my head. I'm a bad host, but they uh, weren't good. Lex Luthor was going to be a Kryptonian, too. Yeah. That's all you need I to mean, know to know that J.J. Abrams is the new Michael Bay, right? <laughs> like, he really is. Like, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I'm not trying to be right. funny. There's no punchline. Star Trek, the, the, the whole new Star <laughs> Trek canon he's created was interesting at first, but now it's bloated and it spends more time sucking its own dick. Yeah, and like, it does. Yeah, than it does telling interesting stories. Uh, he ruined at least one third of the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Yes. And and now now he wants to take a giant shit on, on, on baby boy Henry Cavill. I don't think, I don't fucking think so. Yeah, J.J. So. in the right circumstances is okay if you go in expecting J.J. Abrams, but no, you're, you're absolutely correct. He, he can really just shit all over everything. Yeah, instead of explosions for Michael Bay, it's uh, lens flare for him. He does what he does. <laughs> yeah. in well, the, the, the thing is, the thing is, like his entire career is a giant continuity error. It is lost. Never. It, it it needed another two or three seasons to answer the questions that it didn't even bother to fucking try to answer in its final season. Yeah, they, but they were all dead, or were they? Like fuck, you, like. And then then he did that Tyler Perry. Look, the ending of Lost was never that they were all dead. I just want to say that. The show creators came out and said that they were not dead. All of it happened. We can have a lost discussion another day. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. There's a huge misunderstanding, which is on the part of the writers who didn't write it well enough for people to understand. No, 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 no. They they weren't dead. They they weren't dead. They weren't dead when they were on the island. But after they die, they all come back together. That's when they were the happiest. Yes. That's still just as fucking whack. That is, dare (laughs) I say, wiggity, wiggity whack. Ooh, breaking it I out. Would, Harsh I words. Would, yeah. I would posit that Lost is more the fault of Damon Lindelof than it is J.J. Abrams. Yeah. But I don't know that. It just feels like it's No, true. I think J.J. was like a producer or something. But yeah, Damon Lindelof was really the, the mastermind behind it. Either well, way. The mind behind it. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> the, like this The beautiful mind sh- behind it. 
Got him. He, he can do math, oh. but he also thinks people are after him. Nobody knows what's right. going on. Yeah, that's because they are. It might be. A, it might be. It might be a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't like this news for a couple of reasons. One, despite the fact that Man of Steel was divisive, and and Henry Cavill never really got the the true opportunity to play the Superman that he wanted to play. I think he's a good Superman. I like Henry Cavill. I think he's a good dude. Yeah. I, I mean, he's he's buff as fuck, but it's still a decent actor. He comes off. He can come off earnest and charming uh, when he wants to. And that's that's uh, it's really the most important part of Superman. Um, so and this raises a ton of questions that they haven't answered yet. Um, is it a complete reboot? Is it going to tie into any of the other DC films? Who the fuck knows? Because DC probably doesn't either. And you know, there were reports that Henry Cavill is eager to play the role again. Would they even offer him up the role or would it be too confusing to people? I don't know. Um, I don't like the news. I'm not excited about it. I don't think JJ Abrams should touch every major franchise because yeah. it's just not a great fit. I actually liked the new Star Trek films minus the second one. The second one was dumb second because the whole trash. time, yeah. the whole you, you time knew, they tried to you make knew. you think it. Yeah. You knew who was fucking con. You fucking knew. 150 fucking percent. And also, I can't, yeah. I can't stand there's two things that have done this that come to immediate they come to my mind immediately one the second star trek film you knew it was con the entire fucking time that you yep. had to act like it wasn't yep. and then it was and the second one is batman arkham knight the video game because they acted like it wasn't red hood the whole fucking time and everyone knew it was red hood sorry if that you guys haven't played through that but it's been out for a long time now so spoiler alert the arkham knight was just red hood because we all knew he was two, two things though. Yeah, scott <laughs> one that star trek sequel into darkness was not only it insulted your intelligence by make by acting like they could trick you into thinking it wasn't con, but it was literally like it was just so painstakingly out. Like, it, but also, you're making me look at Benedict Cumberbatch's weird underwater sea life face the entire time, like like <laughs> deep, like deep deep dark where no light reaches blobfish sea face. He's a little soggy. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he looks like somebody left like honey grams in milk for too long. <laughs> In his defense, no. it does rain all the time in the UK. So, I mean, you know, he's just constantly doused in rain. He's an experiment. He's like the Shape of Water sequel. Uh, I will say that I liked the third one, actually. Surprisingly, thought it was a lot of fun. I like, I the, fir- I, I like the first one a lot, and I like parts of the third one. The, yeah. the, the thing is, with the third one, the issue with that is the issue with all J.J. Abrams films is that they're just filled with fan service. It's like nonstop. It's an unrelenting <clears throat> assault. Like, oh, yeah. you're a fan. Like, yeah, that's why we're here. You're asshole. watching a you movie. Do you know mind. you're watching a movie? <laughs> yeah, it's a movie yeah. we made because you like it. Exactly. That's yeah. how they all feel. That's yeah. that's his biggest weakness to me, even with the Star Wars movies. It's like it, it's too much. But overall, I, I loved the first one, actually. Um, second one, I don't think I hated as much as you guys did, but it was bad. Uh, third one, I enjoyed pretty much all the way through other than the fan service. I have to say, yeah. though, like, like there's. The DCEU has so much spot on casting with the exception of like Wonder Woman, I think. And may, and maybe and maybe Ezra Mil- Ezra Mil- like I don't I, I rewatched Justice League this week. Why Wonder Woman? Like not like I I'm genuinely asking, I don't know. Uh I don't, I don't think Gal Gadot is a really is a great actress. I think she's beautiful. I think she's absolutely oh, gorgeous. Okay. Yeah, I'm but, but she that. but she's but she's not an incredibly <laughs> yeah. ranged actress. Uh, she's great in still shots, but oof, I, I don't want to I don't, don't want to like, like Yeah. I don't want to do it on her looks, but I also agree she's a fucking goddess among men. Yeah. Uh, I I like her as as Wonder Woman. I think she's she's fine. I wouldn't say like yeah yeah she's but, the but, yeah, yeah but, but you but but you you said like she's fine. But you, you even like you had a little like a little tinge in your it's voice. In there. You said fine. Like we know it's in there. Yeah, but but the thing is like also Ezra Miller. Like I don't which which version of the Flash is he supposed to play? 
What do you mean? Like which which version of the Flash is he playing in the in the DC EU? Is Barry Allen? Is Barry Allen supposed to be on the spectrum at all, or is Ezra Miller a terrible <laughs> actor? Uh, I, I, I think no, it's. I'm not. Jo- I'm not trying to be funny. I'm asking a serious question. I rewatched Justice League this week, and the entire time I was like, "Is he supposed to be like?" Well, the whole thing is autistic. Have a, like a little bit of autism as that character. No, they 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 tried to. Play, I've I've actually saw someone ask Zach like about or Ezra about his take on Flash, and he's like, "Well." He mo- everything in his world moves at incredible speeds. I just figured his mind would too. Like he's just constantly just doing like weird shit, but he's because he's like 10 steps ahead of everybody else around him. And I was like, whatever, good enough for me. I mean, make whatever stupid jokes about bringing pizza along that you want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ezra Miller is easily the worst part of justice league. Like without a doubt, his my face mind. is terrible. Like, it's not, 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 <laughs> it's not the most distracting little, thing in the world. This is just, he doesn't add anything to like, he doesn't like the, the one thing that was kind of cool that he does in that movie is like the, Batman's so deceive, deceive one Yay. person. that's what I was gonna say. Good what do I do after that? You'll know. <laughs> the fucking like, all right. God, I don't remember anything from Justice League. I, I like Justice <laughs> League. <laughs> no, Justice League for real though. Until Act Three, until like the purple sw- swirly guys start flying out of the ground, is a banger even as it was. Until the third act, where you can tell Joss Whedon directed the visuals and directed. Yeah, uh, let, let me take re- a vote from you guys then. I know there's two of you. It's an even number, so this is probably not going to work out. But should I rewatch the original before the Snyder Cut? Yes, yes. 100%. I, I would yeah. I would say, yeah. yeah. I mean, only at least only as so a that, comparison point. Right. Only because and look, I don't I'd actually disagree with Scott. I don't think the original is very good. Um, It, it hurts first, me to say that the first the first the, the first, two, the first two thirds are fine. Like, the, like they're not. Right, like, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'll, I'll the, watch it by next week, and I'll give you my opinion. The the build up is fine. It's just the problem is, it's so much build up, and that final act doesn't have any of the urgency that yeah. you felt was coming. It's it's it becomes a buddy cop movie for the last forty five minutes of the fucking movie. The first hour and a half is fine. Like like it could have been paced a little bit better. They could have shown a little bit more. And with four hours, we're gonna get a much better movie, no doubt but it's not the unbearable piece of shit that I had even framed it as in my mind. Yeah. And, I'll, I'll and, rewatch oh, it. Oh yeah. No, I, okay. I can, I can agree. My, my mind heard you say it was fine. And I just like, I, I just immediately went to, Oh, you really liked it. But no, I, if you I, just I, say I like, really, I really did like the first two, two to two to three quarters of it. Honestly, I really did. Because that's all I remember about it. I remember walking out of the theater and going, that wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Like it wasn't good, but it wasn't like <laughs> terrible. Uh, and speaking on the Snyder Cut, uh, Ron said she's going to watch it with me. So totally virgin eyes on the whole thing. Oh, we get a, we get a, we get a virgin opinion. Nice. So of course, nice. she's not a virgin. My son. Uh, uh, you have proof right of that. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't like this news. Don't reboot Superman. I like Henry Cavill. Let him play the Superman he wants yeah, to play. They actually a, give him like a good storyline or something. It's a know. fucking sin, man, because I don't think any I don't think they've ever had a like. Ben Affleck is inarguably, I think, the best Bruce Wayne we've ever seen on screen as Bruce Wayne, and I think he's a yeah. fan, I think he's a fantastic Batman too. He 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 like perfectly represents the Batman I grew up with in the cartoons and the comic books. The, like his, he even like his his physique I think he sucks. His physique, the way he trained, his like his build, his mannerisms, his delivery. Oh, huge. Yeah, he, every, yeah. Every, but everything about the way he plays Bruce Wayne is beat for beat the Batman animated series Bruce Wayne that I grew up with, Mask of the Phantasm. Bruce Wayne that I grew up with and all the comic books I read as a kid of Batman. I also kind of just like took what I had seen visually, like in the cartoon and kind of like, I I always heard that voice in my head. You know what I mean? And he like, 
I think he emulates it perfectly. I think he's so wooden like and I've always been I've always loved Ben Affleck as an actor like even when there was that weird like late 90s early 2000s everybody hated Ben Affleck I don't know because he was with J-Lo or something uh, you I, always was Phantoms. I think it was Jersey Girl <laughs> Jersey Girl's what had everyone real pissed off yeah but well, I, I always maybe, thought he was an G-Lee. excellent actor but I think I think he's terrible as Batman everything he says really? he's like it's like he's not moving like he's just totally stationary but, and but like th- unconvincing that's, that's the thing with Batman the animated series Bruce Wayne was sure was the the speech he gives to Alfred about? I mean, I think this is BVS, but the speech he gives to Alfred about oh, why I'm watching, he's I, I'm watching those, Sheep. by the way, before oh, so Snyder good. Cut. Yeah, I'm doing Man of Steel and uh, BVS. That was he's got decided, like a but. he's got like a fury in him that like it's so good. He's like they brought the I can't even emulate. It. I'm not even gonna fucking try. Just you know do what it. Just about. do it. No, go ahead. No, I'm not doing it. I can't. Please. I I don't even have. I don't have near the low range in my voice surprise if you couldn't ben, tell ben, ben affleck in the beginning of bvs when he's running through the streets trying to save people dude like so good that scene though oh my god the look he gives he look the look he gives a superman in the sky when he's hugging the little girl like it, the it's so subtle but like he hugs her well the look's not subtle but he hugs her and like you can tell it's like really heartfelt and like i'm sorry because i went through losing my parents and then he kind of cranes and his expression turns to a fucking stone gargoyle and you're like yes that's I, what I, I mean, watch, though, I when, when I watch today, even, even this terrible Army of the Dead trailer, like, the shots are so fucking good that it gets you amped even when it's dumb, like, Army of the Dead. Dude, that shot of him running into the fucking, like, smoke from the collapsing tower is so, like, I'm just thinking about it right now, and I have goosebumps it's on my back. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. opening scene of BVS, regardless of the rest of the film, is fucking ten. It's really yeah. well yeah, done. Yeah. Like It sets the bar so high that I think that, the, like, the whole... Martha thing and like the whole Lex Luthor yeah it's hard to live up to that opening is a big part of why BBS doesn't feel like you know what I mean yeah, yeah. no I agree I uh anyway but, but also Ben Affleck is the best sorry best Batman sorry 100% I agree with you I I 100% yes. agree with you and and Henry Cavill is the best Superman we've ever had oh that's like without that's you don't even have to think Be- about that he's one. such a beefy boy yeah. absolutely he's not just because of his muscles no, but, no, dis- no disrespect to Christopher Reeves Oh, I'm disrespecting him. Yeah, but 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 but, <laughs> but we've all seen Henry Cavill ride a horse in The Witcher flawlessly. So true, 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 true. Uh, when Henry Cavill gets his first gray in, a, it's going to be a strong a, contender. A, a, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we are so off track. How do we always come back to fucking Snyder? Uh, I'm kind of uh, I'm disappointed that nobody was like nobody groaned at my joke about Christopher Reeves horseback riding. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, of you. oh, no. That's, it's okay, I didn't get it until I was wondering what you meant by that. <laughs> I yeah, was like, is it because he has another, such good physique? You're you're telling jokes on another level tonight that my brain is just not grabbing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. No, see, Chris, um, Chris Reeves was paralyzed from the neck down because of a horseback riding accident. <laughs> and then then he then he then he ate fetuses on South Park to regain his strength. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, just, did just you like you District Nine? Listeners. Did you guys like District Nine from Neil Blomkamp? It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Derek, it's how fine. How you? It's fucking. I thought it was great. It's yeah, I thought so it was pretty good. great. It's okay. Charlotte Copley. It's, it's not. It's not sequel. Fifteen years later, good, right? Like <laughs> That's kind of where I was going. Do you think we need to follow up to that? No, film? no. Films Me should either. be able to stand. No alone. more than we need Even, to follow up to Elysium, which is a fantastic film. No, it wasn't. Come on, man, you're losing me now. He, he's turning yeah. into like M Night Shyamalan with like he had one good film. I'm sorry. Whatever. What the fuck did you just Sha- say? Shyamalan. I don't know. Oh no. Sh- the, now, how the turntables. <laughs> all right, Shyamalan. Yeah. All right, it's, there you uh, go. All right, all right, sorry. Yeah, you uh, also you also called Ray Fiennes Ray F- Fiennes last week, and I didn't call you on it. Oh, uh, Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. Ralph Fiennes, though, isn't it? Ah, ah, he did it again. 
Yeah, Ralph Fiennes. Fuck you. Guys. You know, fuck that's, you how, guys. that's how it's spelled, but he pronounces it Ralph Fiennes. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, like he in interviews. <laughs> he, we'll he, see. Hi, I'm Ralph Fiennes. That's what he says. With Did his you mouth. just try to alternate it. alternate facts me on that one? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> You're fake news, Derek. You believe whatever you want, and I'm going to believe what I want. Um, so. What were we talking about? <laughs> District 9 sequel. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, okay. it should He's actually be in the Night Shyamalan. There's a Y like in there. Elysium? Fuck you guys, okay? Did you not like Elysium? Huh? It like was Elysium? okay. Like, it was all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, how, it was how you, okay. How do you feel about Chappie? Chappie, I never finished. I don't know why. I, but I loved I, I what either. I saw. Chappie I never was finished great. it. It didn't hook me, though, like D- District 9 did, like what I saw of it. Yeah. District Nine was just great. I just I loved it. It was fine. Like doing the whole like really documentary thing in the beginning yeah. and like shifting into a standard movie. I thought it was excellent. I don't think yeah. it needs a sequel, but I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, like the the OG was a two thousand nine. Like yeah, it's been Jesus, a while. Jesus. I mean, yeah, I thought it was really cool. I mean, it was a, a low budget, right? It was a like a faux documentary sci fi blockbuster. I don't know. Um, I, I also agree it does not warrant a fucking sequel. But on to one piece of news before we transition. That is pretty fucking fun. Did you guys play Star Wars Republic Commando when it came out? Nuh-uh. Uh, no? Scott? Mm-hmm. Nope. And spoiler alert, I could give a shit less about a... Oh, no! A, a remaster that looks like it came... Like it's like, what? Can you even call this a remaster? Like, Can you really? I mean, it, it looks fucking terrible. It looks like Halo the, 2 on Xbox. Why the, the fuck would anybody give a shit? It's Ralph Fanes. Fuck you guys. You were wrong too. It's Fanes. Uh, all right. I'm looking at the pronunciation right now. It's not Fines. Whatever. I'm sorry. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> what, what was yours though? What was yours? Ralph what? Fiends. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But you should be too. <laughs> I'm still pretty sure that yeah. he's the, 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 the like. The M. Night Shyamalan twist oh, that I'm, no, I'm it's also... Fines, but it's written... The pronunciation is written with AI, which made me think Fanes, but the, then I clicked the, the, the sound button. It's <laughs> Then I clicked the sound button. All right, look, I, I was wrong on this one, all right? You said that so solemnly and like, fuck. Yeah. Um, what an yeah, M. Night like, Shyamalan twist. Shyamalan. I said Shyamalan. Shy, that's right. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I've never, okay. I just, I just never, I've never heard anybody add extra syllables to his name before. There's a Y in there. What's it doing there? there? You're right. There is a rogue Y it's, in it's there. Be, it's being, it's being real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. So we got to get through this because I want to talk about our fucking news topics. Yeah. Uh, the gar- the graphics do look garbage. It looks like they just like touched them up. It looks like they just made it. Yeah. possible to play on current gen res yeah, it, doesn't it look did good. nothing else it looks like it's just a steam port that they're putting on playstation yeah. and, and switch it does it does yeah. see the thing is you can still buy the original and there are ways to mod it so that you can force the game into current day res and it feels like they just did that to the game yeah. um it's disappointing i played it when it came out it's actually a really fun fucking game set in the star wars universe I mean, you have to care about the Clone Wars and the troopers and shit to, to kind of get through it. But they're like, they're like, uh, you know, the elite stormtroopers. And it's, I don't know, it's fun. Fuck you guys. Yeah, I, yeah I, it I, looks bad. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I don't know it, how it, it looks. It looks completely joyless. It looks like <laughs> it, really it looks to me like like the first I watched this entire trailer. I was like, that can't be all it is. So I went back and looked at other game footage of this game. Every level looks like the first level from Halo 2. 
Every and that's what the, level the looks like the first level like. from Halo Two. It's all yeah, it like it's all this, space it's like a, It feels a lot like Halo Three. I'm like, I like Halo Three, and I don't even <laughs> like Halo Three. Like, I, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we have our two main topics, but before we get into those, uh, Scott and I are going to talk about Superman and Lois. I'm not going to say anything first. I want Scott to tell me how he thought about it. Well, the first 10 minutes were bearable, and then I had to stop watching. <laughs> Did you turn it off? Yeah, yeah, I, I turned oh, it off. I turned oh, it off well, and watched. Feels good. You know, you know how bad this show was? How bad the CGI was? How unbearable Tyler Oakland's face was? I, had, I turned this show off to watch SNL. I watched oh, yeah. I, wow. I watched last night's SNL over this. Not good. See, here's the thing. Nick, Nick, I feel Nick, like... Nick Jonas though. What what a what a honey, right? What a, what a charismatic love bug. How can you That's not true. like Nick Jonas? Yeah, he's a handsome guy. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic awesome. entertainer. Uh, Tyler Oakland, not so much though. Oakland, Oakland. Sorry. Here's an Oakland. Uh, That's right. It just makes it worse, right? Oakland <clears throat> wouldn't be that bad, but this is this Oakland. is the guy. You guys have seen Paul Springs, right? Like cough right? it out like an asshole. You guys. Yeah. Have, Remember the worried guy with the eyebrows from 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 Palm Springs who was getting yeah. married and who had fucked? Well, we can't. Spoiler alert: uh, the guy, the, the worried guy. Uh, yeah. Who saw that guy and thought, "Let's make him fucking Superman"? Who saw that guy? He is. He's the BJ Novak of Superman, right? Like he looks <laughs> weird and sweaty and uncomfortable. Whoa, that is a really right, good right. Yeah, that, right? Oh, that's like such a weird and perfect burn at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like. He makes about as much sense to Superman as Nicolas Cage with long hair did. I don't understand who the fuck casted this. Whoever cast this should be fucking fired. It's not that he's not a good actor. It's just he's not handsome enough to be Superman. Neither am I. It's okay. I could be an extra in a Chevy Chase movie if he still was relevant enough to make movies. I could play Cousin You don't want to be an extra in a Chevy Chase movie now, though. That's... No, no. He's not a good guy to be associated with. No, no. Now it would be more of like a... A propaganda film, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that guy's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. All right, so Scott absolutely disliked it after ten minutes. I got you. So, not surprisingly, I liked it more than you did, but it it wasn't good. I I mean, I'm still you know, I'll be honest with you. First things first, it, you have to you have to get over the hurdle just to watch it. The fact that Tyler Hoechlin should not be Superman. I agree with you guys. We've talked about it before. It looks like someone. This whole time, whenever you see him in the costume, the, pos- the costume's clearly padded because he's not that big, uh, and that's a problem yeah. for me. But it looks, like, it looks like a toddler in a Superman costume going trick or treating. Yeah, it looks not like even, they not even kidding. It looks like he's the world's first successful head transplant. Like they took his head and put it on someone else's body. And when you see him in costume, if you can't get past that hurdle, you will not be able to watch it. That being said, Scott's right. He can act. He plays earnest. Very well. He does the like, I really am this stupidly optimistic about the world. I thought he did a good job acting. If you can close your eyes <laughs> and, and listen to him be Superman. Um, the rest of the premise of the show was like very, very meh. It's a pilot, so maybe it gets better. It, it probably won't, but maybe it does. There's one thing that stood out to me. It's that the I pilot, think it's the pilot was driving John Denver's plane. Oh, no. Jesus. Christ! <laughs> Holy shit, Scott. You're on fire tonight with just horrible burns. Third degree burns, even. Uh, here's the thing that stood out That's to actually me. what killed John Denver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> here's the thing that Jesus stood out Christ. to me. Uh, unlike all the other CW-verse, because you guys love that word, uh, shows like The yeah. Arrow, Flash, okay. and Supergirl, there's no team Superman. 
So the formula is immediately different. He's by himself. There's no like man on the fucking chair. He's not constantly bantering with somebody who's telling him exactly what the superhero is about and how to defeat it. It's just him. He's by himself. And he should be because in this world, he's been Superman for like 30 years or some shit at this point. Um, the show's actually like the pilot's very sad. Uh, do you care if I spoil it, Derek? I assume you don't. Not at all. But I'm not going to just watch asking. It. Yeah. He goes back to Smallville because his dad, his dad is dead already. He, they, he literally dies in like the setting up the world sequence of the first 10 minutes, which I actually thought was very well done. The first 10 minutes was pretty cool to set in the stage. Um, the CGI doesn't get <laughs> shitty for me until pretty like, cool. into, yeah, the, it doesn't get shitty for me until like, I don't know, the rest of the episode after the opening. The, the nuclear, um, the nuclear meltdown with the ice is where I was like, come on guys. Like really? Yeah. It looked, they just don't have the it, it budget looked, for it, it. It looked like a DeSarona commercial. Like it, it looks so <laughs> fucking fake. Carrie, yeah. Carrie, there's a nu- there's a nuclear meltdown, and he has to get water back into the into the. Right. Look, if you're gonna fuck with me for how I say Shyamalan, I'm gonna fuck with you for how you say nuclear. It's nuclear. I mean, that's a pretty you know you're splitting hairs at that point. I'm not yeah, giving you that what? one. Yeah. Oh, come yeah, on. You, you added extra nuclear, syllables to that man's nuclear. name. <laughs> You're like, adding a like, syllable, too. What are you talking that's, about? You're, that's like taking it from fucking two to with three. him for, for saying caramel versus caramel. Like, hey, we don't really care. Oh, Just God. say however you... Damn it. <laughs> God damn you. I'm sorry. Please continue. Nuclear. There was a nuclear thing happening. He, uh, well, I mean, do you want to continue the story? You want me to tell it? No, no I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm so, come on. <laughs> he, has to, he has to try to cool, has to try to cool down the reactor, so he... Yeah. He can't carry water, so he freezes a giant block of the bay or river, whatever the fuck that this yeah. this power plant's on, and he picks it up. Which, like, we've seen Superman move entire mountains with ease back in the Christopher Reeves days, but for some reason he can't lift up a chunk of ice the size of a city block without making it a big fucking spectacle. And then he carries it; it's dripping water as it melts I'd- into the nuclear reactor <laughs> Cl- cliff note the whole like struggling to pick up something heavy didn't really register for me i don't, I don't know so it feels like a weird like problem you have with it he didn't it wasn't like just to set the stage for Derek. he wasn't like they didn't focus on his face he was going Hee! like everything like that he lifts it up just kind of slowly right yeah. it wasn't a dragon ball z episode or anything yeah. there wasn't 30 minutes um, devoted to the veins popping they just, out of his they neck just dragged anything. it out they just dragged out what could have been no, yeah i agree could, but and they dragged they were trying to do like a Zack Snyder thing. They're trying to have like an iconic image, but it's not the same fucking thing when it's the CW verse. Yeah, yeah, I hundred percent agree. And also, it was kind of to their detriment because, like you said, the, C- the CGI is bad. It's like, why are you focusing on this shot for so long? Uh, yeah, the, that's that such a weird was like thing. Like, just as a side long. note, it's it, it's weird to me when shows that have lower budgets and thus worse CGI. Like, it's okay if you just like avoid the CGI and just do it when you need to. But when they yeah. focus on it, it's like, what are you fucking doing right now? Like. You're highlighting the worst thing about your show. Yeah, if that yeah. if that shot was three seconds long instead of thirty seconds long, maybe the ice wouldn't have looked like it came from Spire of the Dragon game on PS2. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that great. Um, so but they they end up going back to Smallville because his mom dies, and it the scene where his mom dies is actually kind of fucking heartbreaking. Like he's he go he he's like flying to save somebody, and he they later tell you that like he hears his mom say like Clark, it's time to come home or some shit. And then he, he's the, the nurse calls him. He's there in a split second. She's like, how the fuck did you? And he, they, they just gloss past it because whatever. Yeah. And uh, the scene's pretty fucking sad. Um, I don't I don't care about his the whole drama with his kids. That's kind of that. That's kind of the reason. Like, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this very much. Yeah. Uh, the one kid has powers. The one kid, the one kid superpowers like strength. And the other kid yeah. superpowers just being a, a mopey little cunt. 
<laughs> Wait, does one does one inherit them and one doesn't? No. That's- so they they make it. So here's the thing: the reason that he's been remember they said they was hiding it from his sons, and we were like, why would you do that? It feels like yeah. like just manufactured angst. It turns out that they think at a very early age that like the popular cool kid like has powers and that the other like antisocial one doesn't. And Clark didn't want to tell them because he was like, well, it's going to make our it's going to make our son who's like di- actually diagnosed with like social anxiety disorder. It's going to make him feel even more alone, more alienated. I don't want to do that. He's trying to be a good dad. And, and like I said, to give Tyler credit, I think he plays does a decent job of playing like I'm Superman dealing with the fact that I have fucking two kids now. And they're not both just me as kids and the easy to, to like handle because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but I don't care about the kids. And that's Fuck the thing. Like, the shows, yeah, the show's clearly going to focus on them. That's in, actually Woody like, Allen's. <laughs> in like large capacity. And I don't want I don't I don't care about it. At all. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of an interesting hook, though. I, I would have liked that more so than just like they're both two Supermans now. I don't know. That would be. Yeah, kind of typical, it's, it's not so, it's, it's not good from what I saw. I like I, they, I, I, yeah. I really. Oh, I'm not going to watch it. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 I really. I want. I want you to know that I really tried. Like I, I came home from work early today. Sat. I, I got my Wawa. I sat down. I had. I had a beer, and I literally chugged the beer and turned it off. I couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. I one day like look I. When it's all out, I might. Who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you, we day. need we need a cut where there's a handsome man's face. Pasted over top of Tyler Hoechlin's face, and I'll watch it. But I can't. I. I. I'm sorry. It's. It's. It's like casting Danny DeVito to play Batman. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> he is definitely the wrong fucking choice. Um. That being said, I'm probably gonna watch episode two only because I want to see if my suspicions of the show being garbage can are gonna be accurate or not. That's probably gonna be it. Uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm not a. Did you guys show up in the in the premiere? He did. Oh, that's the worst CGI part, by the way. hundred percent. Um, when they, they have a fight and they, it kind of takes them out into space a little bit. And that scene is really fucking bad. Now I have to finish it. Fuck. Doom guys in it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care his backstory. They kind of reveal who he is. What kind of, I don't know. Whatever. I don't, whatever. It's not good. is he a Kryptonian warrior? Like the Kryptonian Marine, basically? Like No, there's the, no, it actually looks like the suit is what makes him able to fight Superman. From uh, what so, it, the, so it's a Kryptonite suit. That's why it's or, green. Well, it's not a Kryptonite suit. It just looks like it powers the guy up to be able to be on the... Because oh, fucking Superman's lame. Not, Superman's not weaker around him. Yeah. That he just actually is like able to take Superman's punches or mm. something. Anyway, the show's not great. I'm going to watch another one. Sounds like Derek and Scott are never going to see it again. I, mean, I, I want to um, I, I watch Doom Guy and Superman fight in space, so I'm gonna I'm probably going to get real high when we're done doing this. And I'm gonna the CGI it. is really bad. I mean, that's if, if the Doom soundtrack was playing while they were fighting, I would 100% watch this show. But <laughs> Drills. Um, okay, so two main topics. First one is WandaVision, episode 8. None of us have talked about this, mm-hmm. and I'm curious to see how you guys feel. Um... So I'll set the stage like we t- we typically do. The penultimate episode of WandaVision, uh, it it does the the very typical trope of a of a show where they they're like it's the second to last episode. Let's go backwards first before we wrap this bad boy up. But uh, spoiler alert, I've liked the whole series. I like this episode. Uh, there's a couple things a little weird for me, but they end up going through a couple key moments in her life. It's 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 
And we get a couple revelations, things that we thought were a given or that I thought were a given turned out not to be true. They go through the moment where uh, her parents are killed and then the Stark Industries bomb drops. They go through the moment where uh, she's in the chamber. And wait, uh, was that was the second moment when she's in the chamber and she gets the powers yes. from the mind stone? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the third the third moment was when she goes into sword to try and get Vision's body back. And there were a couple like, oh, OK, moments because things didn't play out exactly like you suspected. Turns out Agatha is just trying to piece together how she did all this, because that's one of the revelations, at least for me, which is this. This was all Wanda. The hex, mm -hmm. that whole area is her. And they show us they show us exactly how she got to that point. They show us the heartbreak that she goes through, which we'll talk about a little later. And then they kind of set the stage for the last episode with uh, a really not out of left field because Vision's involved, but a really, you know, uh, a teaser little tag on the end I didn't expect. And uh, now we know basically what the final episode is going to be, what the big fight's going to be about. Uh, Derek, how did you feel about episode eight of WandaVision? Uh, I liked everything about this episode except any scene that Agatha was in any like what? part that she was in. Dude, she what? was terrible. I don't know if you and know I this, but it's most of the episode. Well, I, I'm you, saying her really, part you, of any you, scene. You really don't like Catherine Hahn as Agatha? Yeah, oh, she's I, awful. I'm she's not she's so board. cringy that my eyes bled and it, it was terrible. Dude, oh every, dude, the scene in the beginning with the Salem witches, like, uh oh, the, the blue magic shooters are coming at her, but she's a purple magic reflector, so it's okay. It was so like tacked on, <laughs> like it didn't mean anything. Excise that scene from the episode. Seriously, excise that scene from the episode and what changes? Absolutely nothing. It didn't need no, to be there. You, it was you, just corny. It, it shows you that Agatha has been alive for hundreds of years. She was a victim of the Salem witch trials. It gives you her backstory and builds her up as a villain. What do you shake? Shake your head no yeah. me or him. No, no, Derek, I can't get Wait, over and the then, And then you get all this. that and then you come back to present day and her whole character is, <laughs> I'm the bad guy. It was so forced. Her it's witch laugh is terrible. That's Every not what I got sucks. either. Whoa, slow your roll, angry man. I feel like you're being angry for the sake of being angry right now. Yeah, no, no, yeah. The Salem witch, the no, Salem witch scene, which, which... <laughs> I am, I am, that's, that's my I am cap. outraged by your outrage. Yeah, outrage. I just thought it sucked. I thought it was really... I thought Catherine it was Hall so is the one done. thing about this episode that didn't suck. Are you kidding me? Disagree oh, with that, too. Oh, man. I, that was we're, the only... We're not no, on the same mad, God damn it. That was the only... <laughs> the only thing that made this episode bearable to me... The, the only thing that made this 35-minute recap of shit that we've already watched 22 fucking movies to understand... <laughs> made the, right? What's the fucking point of having one giant interconnected universe where, like, you build all this stuff? If you spend 35 fucking minutes rehashing how you got to this point for people who, if you've been paying attention the last 10 years, you already know all this shit. I don't need to watch the fucking bomb land and watch them sit under the bed eh, of Sepulveda. That's all Age of Ultron. She talked about it. That's all yeah. I needed. That's all yeah, I fucking context need. to all of those things. I feel like not enough for me to care. I'm going to be honest. Not I, enough for I me think, to give a fuck. I think quick essentially to they, care. They added enough. They, they added in them watching the Dick Van fucking Dyke show, which like I already I already understood in my head. Why should I put those pieces together? Because I'm not a fucking invalid. I knew <laughs> I understood why she had created this world the way she did. But they're, they're spoon feeding it out to the, to the wet brains who are just coming in now. Yeah, But hang on, hang on, hang on. This is my point, though, before you get away from it. That's my point. I feel like just showing Wanda reliving those experiences was enough. It's show, don't tell. We see yeah. her experience. We've heard her talk about it. Now we're seeing her live it. That's different. I thought that was well done. But to have Agatha there explaining everything. She's all but pulling a fucking Woody Allen, like you said a couple weeks ago. 
and turning towards the camera and, ex- and explaining it directly to us. It's like it was embarrassing. She was just those, expositional. That's all. Moments, she served no purpose other than to, like, spell it out. It was embarrassing. I, I, I don't know. I thought I thought Catherine Hahn was the only thing that brought levity and, and any kind of enjoyment to this episode at all. Uh, for, for me, like, like watching watching those things play out again wouldn't have been painful if it wasn't the entire fucking episode. We have a cliffhanger from last week. Fair. Okay. That's where, fair. Where, 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 uh, puppeteer Quicksilver caught Monica Rambo outside of the, outside of the basement. So we right. have this, we have this entire thing playing out. What where Wanda's walking through different memories, and Monica Rambo is just tapping her foot outside with Quicksilver, like, well, what's <laughs> when, when when do we go again? Right? Like it's just yeah. the only thing that stood out to me was the intro where they're having their banter back and forth, where she's explaining the runes. You see that. That giant M on the wall, which is very, very uh, similar House to of the, M. House of mm-hmm. M, but also Magneto, yeah. also Magneto's M on the cover of numerous Marvel comics. Uh, and I like them. I like I think I think that Agatha's backstory explaining that that they, they kind of they kind of did a, a, a little thing where they explained that there are different kinds of witches, different kinds of magic. Right. Yeah. Uh, but through, and they did it through color because that's it's show don't tell. They did it, it's easier to show you a, re- a physical representation than to fucking explain that it's an c- entire color spectrum of magic in the same way that they do it in the Green Lanterns, right? I actually didn't take it that way. That's that's interesting. Uh, well, I, I figured so, I, I figured that that like they wouldn't have her do just straight up black magic. Cause that wouldn't be well. No, so I mean I have a theory about it. So uh, it's crazy to me. First off, just before we continue, that all three of us are all like completely on different pages about the same thing for this feels like a first for me. It feels like a first, like we're all mad about different. Th- well, actually I'm not mad about any of it. Cause I think both of you are wrong, but uh, so well, the Salem mad about them. So I agree <laughs> yeah. with Scott because I, I think the Salem wish thing was great. It, I mean, first off it showed us a couple neat things. One, the Salem witch trials happened in the MCU. Cool. That's a neat fact, but also uh, I, the purple thing to me emphasized what I've been thinking, which is that she has, she's made a deal with Mephisto, she found some kind of hidden knowledge, whether it's the Darkhold book or something else. And she found some. Wait, the, she da- found some, the Darkhold book? Is that what you said? The, no, Darkhold. The Darkhold. Oh, okay. All right. That's not. But I mean, funny. Darkhold book is. Uh, you can find that on the internet. Just a couple <laughs> Google <laughs> keywords. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Darkhold porn, man. So, <laughs> uh, so it, to me, it it made it seem like she. she they actually said you got forbidden <laughs> knowledge. Like, when have you ever seen witches burning? another witch in the coven because she like overstepped her station. Like, I thought that was cool. I thought it was neat. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I didn't think she came off as like hokey villainess in the flashback scenes because that was another thing that was surprising to me. She, we found out Wanda had been behind all this and Agatha was just like, what, what's going on? Like, I feel all these spells happening all at once. This is a crazy amount of fucking magic. I just popped in here to see who the fuck was doing it and how you were so strong. And I, you know, she, you, we know she's been pulling the strings to like try and get vision away and stuff. But ultimately she just wants to know what the fuck is up with Wanda and how she's able to do as much as she is. And the flashbacks, albeit, yeah, they were moments we knew, but they were all tweaked in ways that I felt gave important context. So for one, her, her young, like Stark Industries bomb, I, I thought there was going to be a cameo there for her dad where it was actually Magneto and it didn't happen. And I got fucking sad where they were just going to say the name or something. Uh, yeah, we all we all assumed that she grew up watching these shows in Sokovia. That was like a you know, if you watch if you watch the show, you can just make that. It's a very easy, educated guess. That's fine. Yeah. But 
Agatha also points out that it looks like she had some latent ability when she was younger. It looks like she something that the, the Mind Stone didn't just give her. It yeah. amplified it. And she actually made a statement about it. She was like, whereas this this kind of latent ability might have like fizzled out as you grew, grew out, grew older. It might have like gone away or withered. She says, I think the yellow, the, the Mind Stone took that and amplified it. And I, I didn't really think about this. And shame on me for oh, not because right, she reaches out when the bomb drops. She like right, puts and her hand and Agatha out says something, something interesting. Yeah. She's like, "Did you put like a something spell on it?" Yeah. And like you were there for two days, and you like stopped this bomb from going off. And I went, "Oh, yeah, but interesting." I get what you're saying, but it felt like that scene went on for two fucking days. It, no, it, I, did. Yeah. it did. It totally did. Yeah, and so the, and the accents uh, in any of the scenes, that yeah. one and the next one, the two like scientists were terrible. That's the other thing that made me mad. Yeah, other I can than get that, down I like the episode. Like, it, I can get it, down with that. The, the, flash, the flashbacks we saw could have been shortened to the point, but they, they stretched it yeah. out because they're aware that at this point their shared universe is so bloated that people who are watching this haven't seen all their movies. Probably haven't even seen Age of Ultron because it's not getting great reviews, even on Rotten Tomatoes, where Right. Mouth breathers rule supreme. Uh, <laughs> the mouth breathers rule supreme. I like yeah. that. No, it's just, but it's just it's too much when you when you have to when you have to spend thirty minutes explaining backstory that you've already explained. They they're flushing out new ideas. Yes, they're they're giving us more context. But the fact that it took an entire episode to get to the fucking point is excruciating. I understand why it had to be what it was. That's totally fair. I, 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 I agree. I, I understand why it had to be what it was. I get it. But as somebody who has paid attention and has been watching for 10 plus years, it is so fucking frustrating. Yeah, they're they're spoon feeding you when you when you're already running. Like, no, I I completely understand yeah. that. Yeah, and it's it's what I'm, I said at the beginning. I'm, I'm, of I'm our... Forrest Gump, like outrunning the fucking pickup truck, and they're trying to put me back in the knee brace, and I, I don't I don't like it. Yeah, I also yeah, did. No, I have to say another thing that I took from it that, that I didn't necessarily hate, but it made me think about it is like I never realized that like until I haven't watched them in so long, but until Chris had pointed out that like the formula for all the first however many MCU movies was to make like an anti same exact hero like a mirror version of that yeah. like i like thinking back i'm like oh that's really what they did do with all of those all, all the time and as much as i liked that the ultimate thing was that wanda did create this vision that we've been interacting with this entire time <laughs> and this vision that she's been guessing yeah but laying Sorry, bad, bad jokes I mean, well, they, they, they've been <laughs> fucking too though. um upon seeing that it like they were building another one and clearly uh, uh, reconstructed vision and the vision that we've dealt with this whole season are going to duke it out. Even though I didn't hate it, I was like, oh, that's that same fucking thing. Vision versus vision. Like, all right, sure. Anti-vision. And, and Agatha versus Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the same. Yeah. Surprise. Uh, but no, I mean, and I agree with Scott's point. Um, and that's why I brought it up when we first started talking about it. I mean, the 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 kind of like plot trope of like, oh, we're right at the end. But but, but first, let's go back. And I, 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 it kills all forward momentum, and I agree with that. I just thought the flashbacks were cool. I thought it was neat to watch her walk through these moments. Uh, with the yellow mindstone moment, the scientists were super cringe, but she sees like it looks like a to use the word vision again, uh, unironically. Like, it looks like a vision of her in like full Scarlet Witch outfit. In the yeah. she's got like the crown on, and then they do the last thing, which was the other subverting my expectations. Whereas we thought that she went into Sword and stole his body. And she didn't. It looks like Hayward was actually trying to get her to overreact almost with how fucking douchey of a piece of shit he was, like showing her the dead and desecrated body of her loved one and being like, 
oh, he's right down here. You want to go? See? And yeah. he, I, that I part think fucking hurts so bad too. By the that way, was that very true. sad. Yeah, that's what I was like. There was some decent emotional beats here. There was two of them that I can think of. One is that one where she says, "I can't feel you," and I was like, "Oh my god, that's fucking sad." Mm-hmm. And the second one was when you find out that the whole reason she went to Westview was because Vision bought a fucking house for them. Yeah, and it was for them to grow old together. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. That was boys. the one flashback that that felt 100% necessary that whole part where she goes to see him yeah. but also it calls into question the fact that he showed, Harkin showed them footage of her stealing the body which she didn't so was that doctored oh, footage? It didn't I actually went back and looked because I was like wait a second they show her breaking the window Just and breaking in, dropping right? down yeah. and walking towards the body and that's it it cuts he lied to them okay he totally fucking lied to him yeah well, he's, he's a bag he's, shit yeah he's still a bag shit um, um, but, but this is kind of a this is kind of like a, a recurring pattern in the MCU right like the the Absolutely. The, the, fi- the final act of a superhero's big story is going. It always takes it back to the beginning. Uh, Iron Man three, right? We go back to Tony Stark before he was even Iron Man, creating his most well, most dangerous villain according to his trilogy of movies, um, with Guy Pierce. You know I mean, like it's, yeah. it's just, it's, it seems like like it's it's exactly what you're saying. Like they can't. It seems like they, they, they always find a way to rewrite history to try to make it more interesting. Yeah. And it, it, it always just feels disingenuous to me when they do that. Like, like, yeah, I, I will say that this is the first episode I've seen uh, that I was like, oh, yeah, I'm still watching the MCU. Like the MCU formula was definitely visible in this one, which I, don't I got, think it yeah, was yeah. prior to. But but to I me, spoilers to me, for Ka- you. Catherine Hahn was one of the only things that made it enjoyable to me. I still love her character. Dude. I think she's I, I love I love her so can't, much. Can't do it. I love it. I, in fact, her in that witch outfit mm, choice. Yeah, stroke ability factors off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have spoilers for you, Derek. The next episode is going to be nothing but MCU for me. I go. Oh, oh, I know, one hundred percent. It's going to be unbearable, though. It's the thing. Like it's going to be. I'm afraid it will be. Yeah. It's, it's going to be because they they if they, they could have utilized this episode of the next to tell to tell a story they want to tell without making the entire final episode just be people beating the fucking shit out of each other. And that, yeah. that's, that's all that's left now. Yeah. And I mean, like with, with, with probably like, it's just what, a shame that blue magic lasers didn't win. You know what I mean? And the purple magic lasers are going to fuck you. Come out <laughs> yeah. You're top. so hell bent on a visual yeah. representation. Yeah. Of, but uh, different magic so much. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just, it's, I mean, it's no worse than the green lantern core fighting the, the yellow bad space magic. Oh, another bad movie. Yeah, good, good example. <laughs> uh, parts of that, parts of that movie were fucking awesome. I don't care what the fuck. You I said. never saw it. I never saw it. Oh, okay. Parts of it. Well, are, part, you, are we talking about the Ryan Reynolds one? Yeah, parts of it. Parts do of it I were need fu- to see it? Parts of it were great. Yeah, parts of it were great. I mean, shake your head. Because no. a lot of people say it's literally watch the worst a, movie that's ever. Watch been a highlight reel. No, that's not true. I mean, yeah, definitely not. People it, exas- it, uh, exacerbate. It's not as bad as people say it is, but like some some of what it did with who's the villain in that movie. I forget his fucking name. Uh, was it Sinestro? No, no, it's it's the, the no. He was the teaser. Sinestro yeah. was still good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Parallax. It was the yeah. literally the big yellow. Yeah, pa- Parallax was terrifying and awesome as a villain, and the concept of like the way he corrupted people was I thought was fucking awesome. Um, but it's it's just easier to to right because like they, they, I understand why you hate the blue versus the purple. <laughs> Are you saying the colors make it easier <laughs> for for people who don't know what the fuck's going on? Yes. In, in, in I mean, an, just in, to in, laugh in, at in, that in, is <laughs> in, in an episode where they spoon fed you shit that they've talked about for for ten years, scene by fucking scene about this character that they developed 
for well over six years since she joined in Age of Ultron. Like it's it do you, do you expect them to explain how magic works in the same episode that are explaining things we've no, already learned? No, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Listen, gen- all jokes aside, it being completely genuine, I don't. I expect them to just not have that 30 second scene whatsoever. It didn't need to be there. It did. It didn't offer it anything. Totally did. It, it, o- it offered it offered or- it offered an origin story for Agatha. It it it, it canonically it, I would have it, them rather take f- uh, the first the, half of the episode, 15 minutes, and just give it to her. Just well, that's like, fine. I can agree she with was that, too. Up, how yeah, she sure. what, the, more yes, info about her cousin. That, that would have been better than us watching 10-minute scenes of shit that should have been two minutes of screen I, time. Yeah, I agree with that, too. Yeah, There we go. We found middle ground. I, yeah. I definitely agree. If we were going to go back in this episode, it should have been more about Agatha, because I thought yes. the coven shit was interesting. I was that's like, what I'm oh, saying. Wow. She feels cheap. Like It just feels tacked on, like a fucking thumbtack in the middle of this thing. I don't it, know. It's a purple, it, it, it's a purple it, thumbtack? Yeah. It, it feels, it feels <laughs> like... Not a blue one. Not fucking blue, man. My, we don't my, fuck with those My people. biggest concern is, are they going to kill her off before, e- so. before even developing her as a character? Because I don't think so. It seems like she I would, think they're going to. It feels to me like she should play into the multiverse of madness. It feels to me she like she should be a player to some extent in yeah. Phase Four. I'm not saying she should be the big bad of Phase Four. That would be ridiculous. But she's charismatic. Yeah. I love her as an actress. I love her yeah. character. I, I think love she's, her as she's, an actress too. I, I feel just like she's to be added. Clear. A, she's added a lot of levity to this entire season. And like I understand, like I, I get like the, the whole it's Agatha all along is cringy as fuck, and I understand why yeah. you hate that. I understand why you hate it. But at the same time, like she's been manipulating by also play, but also playing into all these tropes. So she's still kind of like playing the part of like a TV villain in these monologues. I feel like I feel mm-hmm. like she's kind of still like she may not be un- under Wanda's control in this hex, but I feel like it definitely like it definitely has to have some kind of influence the way she's the, like she's playing it out like she's a fucking Saturday morning cartoon villain more so than any other MCU villain has before, and it has to have yeah. something to do with her being in the hex. I think it has so- to. A little bit, because um, the delivery is cartoonish. It is, but not, uh, co- but, but not in a bad way. It's, a but, bad, um, it's in a bad way. Snidely wh- whiplash, but fuckable, bro. Google it. <laughs> couple predictions before we move on, because we're running low on time here. Yeah. Uh, predictions for next week. I don't think Agatha dies. Uh, she in the comics ends up playing a larger role. She actually becomes like kind of like a, a weird middle ground character where she's not evil, but she's not good either. <coughs> she becomes like a nanny actually to Reed Richards' kid. Like she is the fucking <laughs> like she babysits Franklin Richards. I think. Uh, okay. Just weird shit happens. I think uh, my predictions personally. I think Senior Scratchy is actually Mephisto. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna make it so that he's like stuck in a fucking rabbit body or something like maybe she was able to br- to like bring him into something but not actually a person she's not strong enough who knows uh it was cool that they called wanda aka like they made her into like a myth in the witch culture like that was kind of neat they were like oh yeah. you're the scarlet witch like you're a being right, who right, can right. do this without really thinking about it it's just it's called chaos magic which is the first time they've called her powers chaos magic outside of the comic books and that was cool because now uh, they legally I, can now they legally own the rights to the x-men <laughs> yeah true i also my other prediction is that uh and what i thought was cool was when they showed her creating the the town and they showed her creating vision vision is not created by her chaos magic he comes out of like pure mindstone energy he's he comes out as yellow yeah yeah uh, and it what i think is going to happen my prediction is that at the end White Vision, which we haven't really talked about, but he was the teaser at the end. White Vision in the comics is when they like they have to reboot him and it wipes all of his emotions and his humanity out of him. And he's just a fucking robot, not necessarily evil, 
He's just a he's just a thing that exists. He knows what happened to him, but he, he doesn't he doesn't love Wanda. You know, yeah. he doesn't give a shit. Uh, I think. Yeah, it, basically, he's literally a toaster. I think he's going to go in and the fight's going on. And I think Wanda is going to fucking meld the vision with all his emotions into white vision. And then vision comes back to life. See, I hope I, I and I know deep down in my heart that the good ending, the really impactful ending that's going to punch me in the gut is like vision in some way sacrificing himself to bring the hex down or something like I know that's what the, the good ending is. But, but like the idealist <laughs> in me. Yeah, <laughs> the idealist well, in me wants him to live, but I know he shouldn't at the same time. I actually could be completely wrong because we've been hearing for a long time now that Wanda is going to be the complicated villain, so to speak, of Multiverse of Madness. And that could be incorrect. But if it is, then then the the worst timeline is going to happen where she's going to lose vision or the hex is going to come down. And she's going to lose the one that she made. And all she's going to have left is the soulless husk who doesn't love her anymore. And she's going to have to live with that. And I think uh, Agatha slash Mephisto is going to st- take the, the kids that she made and, and they're going to go away too. And I think she's going to lose mm-hmm. her fucking mind. And who knows, maybe the last five minutes is her slipping off into a portal she made and she sends herself somewhere else. And Dr. Strange is like, fuck, I got to go fix this. We, we have one episode left and we still haven't gotten that cameo. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, that, exactly. you know, that cameo can't be Benedict Cumberbatch. There's yeah, no I way. hope not. There's always like, I can't. Yeah. Like, no, I hope not. I hope, I hope it's sting face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, imagine. Like not, dude, the, like I got to work with an actor I've always wanted to work with. Beasting Cumberbatch. <laughs> uh, Wanda's going to open a portal to another world. And it's going to be a water world. And he's going to be underwater with gills. Looking at his soppy yeah. wet face. Like. Can we start a, a change.org to recast Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> in, in the reboot of Waterworld? <laughs> I just want to change that org petition to have his name changed to one of the ridiculous monikers that the internet is. Benny Straw with. Cabbage Patch. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. I want to. I only have like. I can do like 15 minutes. Um, b- let's move on to the trial of Chicago. My 7. bladder has less than that. Bob with the bar. Ball with the bar to bang to bang. Ball with Limbaugh. Scott's choice joke that I put into the titles. You should go look it up. Okay, so you guys watched the trial of Chicago 7. Obviously, I like it. That's why I recommended it. And I'll start with Derek. How did you feel about this film that you can find on Netflix written by Aaron Sorkin. Uh, I am not going to lie. When you suggested this film, you even talked about it a couple months ago. I in no under no circumstances would I ever think that I would enjoy this film because I don't like courtroom <laughs> dramas like I, I just don't. Oh, I do. That's why. I- <laughs> um, and so I expected to not like it. And uh, and it was it was great. I mean, it, it was really excellent. I, I don't know. Really. Here's the issue with courtroom dramas. How do you talk about them in an interesting way? You really can't. Um, But it is, you know, about uh, an interesting point in history, Vietnam War and people who are protesting it and uh, uh, riots with police, stuff that's still happening today, stuff that you can relate to very easily. You see it on the news every day. Um, And it is interesting to see how those things persist into the present day. Um, I thought it was acted well by everybody Sacha Baron Cohen's Chicago accent was terrible, (laughs) but I could forgive him for it because his performance was excellent. Um, Michael Keaton's weird seven minute period. And what a nice cameo too. preem. The key. Uh, Chief. (laughs) (laughs) 
Can't keep, beat the keep. Yo, keep, keep, all, all keep, keep, motherfucker. All keep, keep, goddamn. All keep, keep, motherfucker. Possible but, episode uh, title. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I really appreciate that you suggested this one, um, and I'm surprised by that because I fully, for the past week, expected to come on here and talk shit on it and say that it was boring, like most courtroom dramas are. This one was great. I, I, I don't know what the else. General's to say. daughter. Whoop whoop. I think the reason it works is because this case is so fucking ludicrous. Like it, this, the the whole thing, like fact is stranger than fiction. Like it really is fucked up. And there's something I'll, I'll bring up after Scott says his thoughts that you're going to be like, what are you? Dear God. Me? Why was that the best one? I'm just listening to courtroom dramas and making like weird white trash, like Bubba Spark ghetto rap sounds. You know what I mean? Like fair. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, how'd you feel about the film, Scott? Uh, I mean, I remember when you, when you first mentioned it, like being like, like scoffing, like I know about the Chicago seven, like, like total piece of shit. Uh, and I'm a piece <laughs> of shit because I knew about the Chicago seven, but I had never, they don't teach you about all of this shit when you, in no. U.S. history. About really important shit, right? Yeah, Things yeah, I feel yeah. like you should know. Yeah, yeah. there's there's gaps in there. Like, the fact that there was an African-American man who was not even included in the original Chicago 7. He was the yeah. eighth person on trial, and he was literally refused uh, a lawyer. He, he was he was told to either... Basically. Be, yeah, he, he, he was refused counsel, and then beaten for for being that found That part in fucked court. me up, by the way. Yeah, that part yeah. kind of choked me up, uh, when they, like, gag uh, yeah. him and bring him back out. Well, so, so yeah. before Scott continues, let me tell you why oh, that yeah, part's... Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's it's extremely for poignant. Input. Now be quiet. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. It's extremely poignant to that moment. And I don't want to let it go. I'm so that's one of the parts. While you talk, <laughs> sick. That part's actually worse in real life. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like 20 minutes. Uh, he was bound and gagged for four fucking days. Four Jesus days. Christ. They brought him into court and tied him up and didn't before they declared a mistrial. Four fucking days. I feel like that's and important. That's, I feel like that, that should have yeah. been in the movie. Yeah, right? It's, yeah, like, but where the director's like, oh, that's too bad. We can't, that's too harsh. We can't even show that. But anyway, I, I apologize for the interjection, Scott. I just want to make it a point that that part's actually worse than you think it is. Uh, the fact that that judge wasn't, like, like what, what, I know you can't, you can't, dis, do you disbar a judge? I don't know what the fuck you, how would I, you, I don't know. What do you even, like, the fact that he, he was allowed to, to still be a judge after this trial. Yeah. Uh, like, it's insane to me, and uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, that, that's actually the part of it that was my favorite. How it highlights how just ass backwards and broken the um, yeah. justice system is, yeah. and that like it's really even though it's like this ideal that we're supposed to uphold, there's still just yeah. regular fucking people and their yeah. prejudices and their incompetence yeah. that are like filling up these roles that are meant yeah. to uphold the law. Yeah. Um, and the incompetency of the judge was obviously. Uh, interesting in the most horrible way. Yeah. Um, but even how like he would um, uh, uh, like basically disregard all of the objections on the side of the Chicago seven, but like yeah. on the other side, he was constantly leaning towards them. It was obvious. Yeah. It's a running joke. They're literally all overruled yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, to have yeah. testimony be given without the jury being present and then have it be omitted from the trial when it, it yeah. literally exonerates the seven. <clears throat> That yeah. is is a mis like I hate to use the words miscarriage of justice because it sounds like I'm an Aaron Brockovich or some shit. Now, yeah, the whole movie is just an, a lesson in like anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I I had sweaty hands the entire time I watched this fucking movie. I was yeah, like, dude, I was, yeah, I was same. furious. I was I was fucking I was so angry. Uh, but also like the fact that that these people managed to keep a sense of humor throughout that they managed yeah. to like, uh. 
ultimately like accept that their sentencing would be harsher if they if they read the final scene ha- had me like tearing up because like it was good it was fucking phenomenal the fact oh, that it's just, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Just, he's just reading the names of the soldiers uh, yeah. and, uh who have have died uh in the time since i guess since their trial started he just he had a list and they were just reading them off it was like three thousand names three thousand four hundred and something names and he's reading them off the judge is banging the gavel and just fades to black and i was just like that was a great ending yeah, holy, yeah like, it what, really what, was. What, like what, what he, he like he verifies like the, the length with which our final statement will also <laughs> yeah yeah he's like fuck it you know i like just like the, the solidarity man like yeah that was, part was punk rock it was yeah, really, it, yeah it was, it it was, was fuck as fuck and it was just so, like it's it was a fantastic movie man start to finish like it's it's hard to talk about courtroom dramas because also like anyone who hasn't seen it, it it's it's something it's like it's one of those things where like if you know what's gonna happen you're, you're not gonna fucking watch it with the courtroom drama you know like it's yeah. And and this is one of those ones where I was like, all right, I mean, we're kind of a, a superhero podcast at this point, but I guess I'll watch this shit. <laughs> and and I I watched it the I watched it that night. I watched it last Sunday because I was like, I'm just gonna get it over with. I'm gonna rip the bandaid off, and I fucking loved it, start to finish. I'm uh, very happy to hear. I that. did the it, opposite. I put it off until today. I just watched <laughs> it like two hours ago. <laughs> it was, Not it literally because we it was it was doing this for two just, hours. It was, dude, it was like watching. Uh, it was it was it. it, it I don't know. I think it, it kind of coincides with uh, Judas and the Black Messiah that I watched this week. Which, oh, I want to watch that. Which also takes place in Chicago. Uh, and it's about the Black Panther movement in Chicago. Yeah. It, it was fucking fantastic as well, man. Like, and watching those two movies like less than three days apart, I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's people harsh. Are, people are dog shit. Like, we're off. Like, somebody, somebody needs to blow the candle out. Let's, let's. Yeah. <laughs> it's over, I, um, Pack it in. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I recommended it because I thought you guys would like it, and I thought you guys would like it. Uh, Aaron Sorkin wrote the screenplay. Um, I love his writing. He he's really good at writing. You, you know, when you get in the shower and you had an argument with somebody earlier in that day, and you think of all the best lines, he writes the best lines for the speech. Like the, the moment yeah, when uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's U.S. prosecutor comes up to the bar, and like clearly he doesn't like these guys. He thinks they're degenerate, whatever. But he is also like an actual like fair prosecutor. He believes in the rule of law. So he comes up to the bar and he's like, he's like, you can tell he's like burning with rage, but he's still respectful. He's like, judge, we have to declare mistrial. Like this is a guy who's bound and gagged in an American courtroom. Like it's heart wrenching to even see it, but to hear him tell the judge, but he phrases it intelligently. He's like, he's like, look, you got to declare a mistrial because you're making one of the people sympathetic. And that's clearly like grounds for mistrial. Like, exhibit a like you're gonna fuck it up and uh the way the burning line of like the i wish i would have said that is when he's like are you telling me yeah yes that, that you think <laughs> that you going. think i've never been racist in my life are you t-? and the other prosecutors like well then i'll be the second yeah to, to tell that you that you're being so fucking good, racist dude yeah, yeah dude uh, I, it I was would... really well acted across the board even the guy i don't remember their names honestly but the big guy the balding guy like uh, his scene like he was drew, really... drew carey's brother on the drew carey show yeah, also, also watched, the the, but... the scary guy in the giant leather mask in Eight uh, Millimeter, the guy who was raping on and killing all them girls. Oh, true, it was him. Yeah, yeah. two things I can't. Uh, I, I I don't. Wait, have, you, have you never seen Eight Millimeter? <laughs> I guess not. No. Oh my! I feel like god, I have, dude. But it's been too prime long to time. Nick Cage. Oh my god! But Eight uh, Millimeter is really good. The yeah. scene where he like basically he has his like breaking point where he's like yeah. the calm, cool headed one the whole time yeah. throughout. And then he snaps and the dude keeps grabbing his arm and he starts off nice like, no, 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 it's OK. You really don't have to touch my arm. It's OK. And eventually he just fucking knocks the dude out and like, dude, that it was just 
it was just great performances across the board. And then him like apologizing yeah. to the guy he hit while he's getting dragged out. Yeah. And then, like, and then so looking, sincerely. And then looking sadly at his son because he's yeah. always taught his son to be a pacifist. Yeah. Uh, there's also like you said, Sasha Baron, uh, Baron Cohen was hilarious and I agree. And he's just, there's just the dry wit that they wrote into the script where he's like, he's like, your honor, it's Dellinger and we're not related. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps breaking yeah. that shit up. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. It makes me happy. The scene, where, um, the scene at the very end where they're reading the names and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like standing and saluting. And yeah. the district attorney is like, what the fuck are you like paying my respect, sir? Like, Joseph, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt acted this phenomenally. He did. Be, 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 yeah. The entire time you can see the disgust on his face. He's trying not to get... He's, he's weighing the pros and cons of his own career while also yeah. like understanding that he's, he's part of this, this trial that's like Again, miscarriage of justice. I can't. I can't yeah. think. I can't think. Of no, it is. I, I can't. I can't think of a way to say it. Does make me sound like I'm an extra on Ally McBeal right now. Um, it, it's just. It was fantastic, man. Like his his face. He, even if he had zero dialogue with this movie, his face told everything in every yeah. scene. Yeah. The, yeah. I agree. And the the, the last thing the I'll glances. point out. Yeah. Absolutely. The side eye glances, dude. Fucking. It gave yeah. me. It gave me chills at one point. Yeah. Like like what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. Um. There's the the one thing last thing I'll point out is the the emotional scene of the reading the names of the people who have died in in the spirit of excellently written screenplays. They plant that early on, right? When the trial starts, he's like, yeah. what are you doing? He's like, I'm writing down the names of all the people who have died since we started. So I uh, thought it was fucking juice, yeah. as as they would say. And, uh, and uh, one last thing I want to tack on is a part oh, that I really okay. just a throwaway line that meant nothing to the movie uh, whatsoever is the part where they're recalling um, the first confrontation that they had with police. And there's a woman with a flag up on the dude's shoulders and some frat dudes that are like, yep, calling, go make me a sandwich and get the fuck yeah. down, bitch, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, Sacha Baron Cohen says to his friend, like, oh, don't worry about it. They're not the enemy. And the dude just says, in so many fucking ways, though, they are. And it's like, <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> when you see, like, you know, you understand what I'm saying. Like, when you see people out there acting like that, you know that they're not the origin of that idea. But the fact that they're the ones carrying those ideas out. I don't know. I just thought it was a great line. That's the whole thing. It's like the whole movie is just filled with like these really biting moments of dialogue. And I'm just like, ah, I love it. I love well written, yeah. witty dialogue. I, it's, I live on that shit. Um, but we're, we're running long. Scott, you have a uh, recommendation for next week, right? We're doing yours. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to, Say Wally's World, boys. I'm gonna say let's let's. Oh let's, hell yeah, sick! All right, it's it's out. Yeah. We can go rent it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that we 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 put the heat on. Oh, Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. Not, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Willy's Wonderland. Is it? Is that those? No, it's Wally's Wonderland. I thought it was Wally's uh, too. Yeah, Wally's Wonderland starring Nicolas Cage, the great Nick Cage. I'm also gonna say if you have spare time this week, Derek, please watch Eight Millimeter. Oh my god. No, it's Willy. Well, I'm going to do Justice League as well, though, so I don't know. Okay. I, you know, it, yeah. If not, I'll do it by the following. I I, I've really seen it. I know I have, especially once you mentioned Nick Cage. I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. But <laughs> I was like, I don't know, 14 or something. We're going back a lot of years. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Willie's Wonderland looks equal parts uh, Evil Dead as well as Five Nights at Freddy's. And I'm here for it. I'm very I much here for it. A hundred percent. I looked up review scores because I couldn't help myself, and it actually got decent reviews. So I'm even more excited to watch it now. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm it hoping looks... it's gonna be Mandy. Mandy quality. I know it's not gonna be Mandy quality. No, Mandy's so fucking good. Jesus the bathroom Christ. scene of Mandy is better than any Nick Cage movie in its entirety. Yeah. Just the bathroom scene of Mandy. 
we, we got a banger coming up next week, boys. We got the the <laughs> season finale of WandaVision, which I have a feeling I'm going to like and you guys probably won't. Uh, I don't know. Could surprise us. Who knows? They could do the sad ending, Derek. Uh, the bittersweet ending, as I know you're so fond of. And uh, then we have Willy's Wonderland, which I, I really am like truly excited to watch. Maybe more so than the season finale of WandaVision. But definitely that being that being said, we got to wrap this bad motherfucker up. Scott, where can everybody find you at on the Internet? Uh, you guys can find me waiting in my car outside of Woody. Uh, <laughs> Woody Allen's house. Oh, no. Polishing a, a pit. No. God, I'm going to get myself on a blacklist. Uh, uh, you, <laughs> you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, and Facebook Gaming. Uh, I'm Swearwolf. That's Swearwolf with an E. S-W-E-A-R-W-O-L-F-E. Nice. Eric, how about yourself? You can find me in the same car. I'm actually the getaway driver. My lenses are a little bigger, so I have more of a sort of field of vision. Uh, oh, okay. But online, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Dr. Gloom MD. That's D-R-G-L-O-O-M-M-D. Nice. Uh, up, and lastly... <laughs> watch out. And, la- and lastly, uh, I'm also in the car in the back seat prepping these zip tie handcuffs and these sleepy pills. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN, please. And with that, we'll wrap up episode Chris, 22. Chris, Chris is sort of the chemist of the group. Chris, can you please, can you please sing us out with your... You better not <laughs> No, I can't. You better not cry. <laughs> Maybe I'll tag on my recording at the very end of the podcast. Yeah, that's yes. Yeah. Pretty good idea. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll we'll do that it? for you guys. You better not run. You better not cry. <laughs> you better call the FBI. <laughs> Danny it was a reference. coming. It's... It was a callback to our last episode where we just berated Danny Elfman as, as looking like a pedophile. Yeah. Uh, that being said, we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, episode 23 will be next, boys. 23. And you know what they say. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a also 23 in May. We're going to reveal how black we are. I got I got to go. I got to go. I got something to do. See you guys later. I'm 116 Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> You better not pal, you better not cry. You should go call the FBI. Danny Elfman's coming for kids.